Bereshit, Genesis, Chapter 1 In the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Ruach Elohim moved upon the face of the waters. And Elohim said, Let there be light. And there was light. And Elohim saw the light, that it was good. And Elohim divided the light from the darkness. And Elohim called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. And Elohim said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And Elohim made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And Elohim called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. And Elohim said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And Elohim called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas. And Elohim saw that it was good. And Elohim said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, an herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And Elohim saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. And Elohim said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for appointed feasts and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And Elohim made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And Elohim set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness and Elohim saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And Elohim said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that has life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And Elohim created great sea monsters, and every living creature that moves, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And Elohim saw that it was good. And Elohim blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And Elohim said, Let the earth bring forth the living creatures after his kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And Elohim made the beast of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and everything that creeps upon the earth after his kind. And Elohim saw that it was good. And Elohim said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So Elohim created man in his own image. 
and the image of Elohim created he him. Male and female created he them. And Elohim blessed them. And Elohim said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And Elohim said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree-yielding seed. To you it shall be for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creeps upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for food. And it was so. And Elohim saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Bereshit, Genesis, Chapter 2 Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day Elohim ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And Elohim blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which Elohim created and made. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth, when they were created, in the day that Yahuwah Elohim made the earth and the heavens. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. For Yahuwah Elohim had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth, and watered the whole face of the ground. And Yahuwah Elohim formed the man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living soul. And Yahuwah Elohim planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made Yahuwah Elohim to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pishon, that is, which compasses the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. There is Delam and the onyx stone. And the name of the second river is Gihon, the same is it that compasses the whole land of Cush. And the name of the third river is Chidekel, that is, which goes toward the east of Ashur. And the fourth river is Parath. And Yahweh Elohim took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to guard it. And Yahweh Elohim commanded he man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat of it. For in the day that you eat thereof you shall surely die. And Yahweh Elohim said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make a helpmeet for him. And out of the ground Yahweh Elohim formed every beast of the field, and every fowl of the air, and brought them unto the man to see what he would call them. And whatsoever the man called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And the man gave names to all the cattle, and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for the man there was not found a help meet for him. And Yahweh Elohim caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, 
and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which Yahweh Elohim had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And the man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his woman and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his woman, and were not ashamed. Bereshit, Genesis chapter three. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which Yahweh Elohim had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has Elohim said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, Elohim has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for Elohim knows that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as Elohim knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her man with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons, and they heard the voice of Yahweh Elohim walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his woman hid themselves from the presence of Yahweh Elohim amongst the trees of the garden. And Yahweh Elohim called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree whereof I commanded you that you should not eat? And the man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And Yahweh Elohim said unto the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And Yahweh Elohim said unto the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon your belly shall you go, and dust shall you eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. It shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In sorrow you shall bring forth children, and your desire shall be to your man, and he shall rule over you. And unto Adam he said, Because you have hearkened unto the voice of your woman, and have eaten of the tree, of which I commanded you, saying, 
you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In sorrow you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face shall you eat bread, till you return unto the ground. For out of it were you taken, for dust you are, and unto dust shall you return. And Adam called his woman's name Hua, because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also, and to his woman, did Yahweh Elohim make coats of skins and clothed them. And Yahweh Elohim said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. Therefore Yahweh Elohim sent him forth from the garden of Eden, to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubim, and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way of the tree of life. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 4. And Adam knew Hua his woman, and she conceived, and bore Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from Yahuwah. And she again bore his brother Chabil, and Chabil was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto Yahuwah, and Chabil he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And Yahuwah had respect unto Chabil and unto his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And Yahuwah said unto Cain, Why are you wroth, and why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, shall you not be accepted? And if you do not well, sin lies at the door, and unto you shall be his desire, and you shall rule over him. And Cain talked with Habel his brother, and it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Habel his brother, and slew him. <sighs> and Yahweh said unto Cain, Where is Havel, your brother? And he said, I know not. Am I to guard my brother? And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries unto me from the ground. And now are you cursed from the earth, which has opened her mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto you your strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall you be in the earth. And Cain said unto El Yahuwah, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, you have driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from your face shall I be hid. And I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that every one that finds me shall slay me. And Yahweh said unto him, Therefore, whoever slays Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. 
and Yahuwah set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. And Cain went out from the presence of Yahuwah, and dwelt in the land of Nod, on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his woman, and she conceived, and bore Hanok. And he built a city, and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Hanok. And unto Hanok was born Irad, and Irad begat Mechuyael, and Mechuyael begat Methushael, and Methushael begat Lamech. And Lamech took unto him two women. The name of the one was Ada, and the name of the other, Tzila. And Ada bore Yabal. He was the father of such as dwell in tents, and of such as have cattle. And his brother's name was Yubal. He was the father of all such as handle the harp and organ. And Silla, she also bore Tubal Cain, an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron. And the sister of Tubal Cain was Naama. And Lamech said unto his woman, Ada and Zilla, hear my voice, ye women of Lamech, hearken unto my speech, for I have slain a man to my wounding, and a young man to my hurt. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech, seventy and sevenfold. And Adam knew his woman again, and she bore a son, and called his name Seth. For Elohim, said she, has appointed me another seed, instead of Havel, whom Cain slew. And to Seth, to him also were born a son, and called his name Enosh. Then began men to call upon the name of Yahuwah. Bereshit, Genesis, chapter 5. This is the sephir of the generations of Adam. In the day that Elohim created man, in the likeness of Elohim made he him. Male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam, in the day when they were created. And Adam lived a hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness, after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. And Seth lived a hundred and five years, and begat Enosh. And Seth lived after he begat Enosh eight hundred and seven years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Seth were nine hundred and twelve years, and he died. And Enosh lived ninety years, and begat Canaan. And Enosh lived after he begot Canaan eight hundred and fifteen years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enosh were nine hundred and five years, and he died. And Canaan lived seventy years, and begot Mahalalel. And Canaan lived after he begot Mahalalel eight hundred and forty years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Canaan were nine hundred and ten years, and he died. And Mahalalel lived sixty and five years, and begot Yered. And Mahalalel lived after he begot Yered eight hundred and thirty years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Mahalalel were eight hundred ninety and five years, and he died. And Yared lived a hundred and sixty and two years, and he begat Hanok. And Yared lived after he begat Hanok eight hundred years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Yared were nine hundred sixty and two years, and he died. And Hanok lived sixty and five years, and begat Methuselah. And Hanok walked with Elohim after he begat Methuselah three hundred years, and begat sons and daughters. 
and all the days of Hanak were 365 years. And Hanuk walked with Elohim, and he was not, for Elohim took him. And Methuselah lived 187 years and begot Lamech. And Methuselah lived after he begot Lamech 782 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Methuselah were 969 years and he died. And Lamech lived 182 years and begot a son, and he called his name Noah, saying, This same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands, because of the ground which Yahuwah has cursed. And Lamech lived after he begot Noah 595 years and begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Lamech were 777 years and he died. And Noah was 500 years old, and Noah begat Shem, Chem, and Japheth. Bereshit, Genesis, chapter 6. And it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of Elohim saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them women of all which they chose. And Yahuwah said, My Ruach shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were Nephilim in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of Elohim came in unto the daughters of men, and they bore children to them, the same became giants, which were of ancient times men of infamy. And Yahuwah saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And Yahuwah repented that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And Yahuwah said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for I repent that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the sight of Yahuwah. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with Elohim. And Noah begot three sons, Shem, Chem, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before Elohim, and the earth was filled with violence. And Elohim looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And Elohim said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make you an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shall you make in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which you shall make it of. The length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits, the breadth of it fifty cubits, and the height of it thirty cubits. A window shall you make to the ark, and in a cubit shall you finish it above. And the door of the ark shall you set in the side thereof, with lower, second, and third stories shall you make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh. 
wherein is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with you will I establish my covenant, and you shall come into the ark, you and your sons, and your woman and your sons' women with you, and of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort, shall you bring into the ark, to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, of fowls after their kind, and of cattle after their kind, of every creeping thing of the earth after his kind. Two of every sort shall come unto you, to keep them alive. And take unto you of all food that is eaten, and you shall gather it to you, and it shall be for food for you and for them. Thus did Noah according to all that Elohim commanded him. So did he. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 7 And Yahweh said unto Noah, Come, you and all your house into the ark, for you have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast you shall take to you by sevens, the male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female, of fowls also of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth for yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according unto all that Yahweh commanded him. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in, and his sons, and his woman, and his son's women with him, into the ark because of the waters of the flood, of clean beasts, and of beasts that are not clean, and of fowls, and of everything that creeps upon the earth. There went in two and two unto El Noah, into the ark, the male and the female, as Elohim had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth, in the six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. In the selfsame day entered Noah, Shem, and Ham, and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and Noah's women, and the three women of his sons with them into the ark. They and every beast after his kind, and all the cattle after their kind, and every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth after his kind, and every fowl after his kind, of every bird of every sort. And they went in unto Noah, into the ark, two and two of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. And they that went in, went in male and female of all flesh, as Elohim had commanded him, and Yahweh shut him in. And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased, and bore up the ark, and it was lift up above the earth. And the waters prevailed, and were increased greatly upon the earth. 
and the ark went upon the face of the waters, and the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl, and of cattle, and of beast, and of every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth, and every man, all in whose nostrils was the breath of life, of all that was in the dry land, died. And every living substance was destroyed which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle and the creeping things, and the fowl of the heavens, and they were destroyed from the earth. And Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed upon the earth a hundred and fifty days. Bereshit, Genesis, Chapter 8 and Elohim remembered Noah, and every living thing, and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And Elohim made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters assuaged. The fountains also of the deep, and the windows of heaven were stopped, and the rain from the heaven was restrained, and the waters returned from off the earth continually. And after the end of the hundred and fifty days, the waters were abated. And the ark rested in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, upon the mountains of Ararat. And the waters were decreased continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, were the tops of the mountains seen. And it came to pass, at the end of forty days, that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. And he sent forth a raven which went forth to and fro, until the waters were dried up from off the earth. Also. He sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot, and she returned unto him into the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet other seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came into him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And he stayed yet other seven days, and sent forth the dove which returned not again unto him any more. And it came to pass in the six hundredth and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from off the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark, and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the seventh and twentieth day of the month, the earth was dried. And Elohim spoke unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, you and your woman, and your sons and your sons' women with you. Bring forth with you every living thing that is with you, of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, and of every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth that they may breed abundantly in the earth, and be fruitful, and multiply upon the earth. And Noah went forth, and his sons, and his woman, and his sons' women with him, every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creeps upon the earth after their kinds, went forth out of the ark. And Noah built an altar unto Yahuwah, and took of every clean beast, and of every clean fowl, 
and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And Yahuwah smelled a sweet savor. And Yahuwah said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 9 And Elohim blessed Noah and his sons, and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth, and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moves upon the earth, and upon all the fish of the sea, into your hand are they delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be meat for you, even as the green herb have I given you all things. But the flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. And surely your blood of your lives will I require, at the hand of every beast will I require it, and at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of Elohim made he man. And you, be ye fruitful, and multiply. Bring forth abundantly in the earth, and multiply therein. And Elohim spoke unto Noah, and to his sons with him, saying, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you, and with your seed after you, and with every living creature that is with you, of the fowl, of the cattle, and of every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish my covenant with you, neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood, neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. And Elohim said, This is the sign of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a sign of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass, when I bring a cloud over the earth, that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you, and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between Elohim and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And Elohim said unto Noah, This is the sign of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, and Chem, and Japheth, and Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. And Noah began to be a husbandman, and he planted a vineyard. And he drank of the wine, and was drunken, 
and he was uncovered within his tent. And Ham, the father of Kinnan, saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brethren without. And Shem and Japheth took a garment, and laid it upon both their shoulders, and went backward, and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backward, and they saw not their father's nakedness. And Noah awoke from his wine, and knew what his younger son had done unto him. And he said, Cast be Kenahan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. And he said, Blessed be Yahuwah Elohai of Shem, and Kenan shall be his servant. Elohim shall enlarge Yahweh, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem, and Kenan shall be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood three hundred and fifty years, and all the days of Noah were nine hundred and fifty years, and he died. Bereshit, Genesis, chapter 10. Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And unto them were sons born after the flood, the sons of Japheth, Gomer, and Magog, and Madai, and Yaban, and Tubal, and Meshech, and Tirach. And the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, and Eriphath, and Togarma. The sons of Yaban, Elisha, and Tarshish, and Kittim, and Dodanim. By these were the isles of the other nations divided in their lands, everyone after his tongue, and after their families, in their nations. And the sons of Ham, Cush, and Mitzrayim, and Put, and Kenan. And the sons of Cush, Seba, and Havila, and Kavta, and Raama, and Kavteka. And the sons of Raama, Sheba, and Didan. And Cush begat Nimrod. He began to be a giant and a hunter in the earth. He was a giant and a hunter before Yahuwah. Wherefore it is said, even as Nimrod, the giant hunter before Yahuwah. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, and Erech, and Akkad, and Kalneh, in the land of Shinar. Out of that land went forth Ashur, and built Nineveh, and the city Rehovot, and Kelach, and Resen between Nineveh and Kelach, the same is a great city. And Mitzrayim begat Lodim, and Anamim, and Lechavim, and the Naphtochim, and the Pathrosim, and the Kasluchim, out of whom came Pelishtim, and the Kaphtorim. And Canaan begat Sidon, his firstborn, and Cheth, and the Yebusite, and the Emorite, and the Girgashite, and the Hevite, and the Archite, and the Chenite, and the Arvadai, and the Tzemarai, and the Hamathai, and afterward were the families of the Kenanim spread abroad. And the border of the Kenanim was from Sidon, as you come to Gerar, unto Gaza, as you go, unto Sodom, and Amorah, and Adma, and Seboim, even unto Lasha. These are the sons of Ham, after their families, after their tongues, in their countries, and in their nations. And unto Shem also, the father of all the children of Eber, the brother of Japheth the elder, even to him were children born. And the children of Shem, Elam, and Ashur, and Arphaxad, and Lud, and Aram. 
and the children of Aram, Uts, and Chul, and Gether, and Mash. And Arphaxad begat Shelach, and Shelach begat Eber. And unto Eber were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days was the earth divided, and his brother's name was Yoktan. And Yoktan begat Almudad, and Shelef, and Chatzarmaveth, and Yerach, and Hadoram, and Uzal, and Dikla, and Obal, and Abimael, and Sheva, and Ophir, and Chabila, and Yobab. All these were the sons of Yoktan. And their dwelling was for Misha, as you go unto Sephar, a mountain of the east. These are the sons of Shem, after their families, after their tongues, in their lands, after their nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah, after their generations, in their nations. And by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. Bereshit, Genesis, chapter 11. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick, and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto the heavens, and let us make a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And Yahweh came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men built. And Yahweh said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So Yahweh scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because Yahweh did there confound the language of all the earth. And from thence did Yahweh scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. These are the generations of Shem. Shem was a hundred years old and begot Arphaxad two years after the flood. And Shem lived after he begot Arphaxad five hundred years and begat sons and daughters. And Arphaxad lived five and thirty years and begot Shelach. And Arphaxad lived after he begot Shelach four hundred and three years and begat sons and daughters. And Shelach lived thirty years and begot Eber. And Shelach lived after he begot Eber 403 years, and begat sons and daughters. And Eber lived 4 and 30 years, and begot Peleg. And Eber lived after he begot Peleg 430 years, and begot sons and daughters. And Peleg lived 30 years, and begat Riu. And Peleg lived after he begot Riu 209 years, and begot sons and daughters. And Riu lived 2 and 30 years, and begot Serug, and Reu lived after he begot Serug two hundred and seven years, and begot sons and daughters. And Serug lived thirty years, 
and begot Nahor. And Serug lived after he begot Nahor 200 years and begot sons and daughters. And Nahor lived nine and 20 years and begot Terach. And Nahor lived after he begot Terach 119 years and begot sons and daughters. And Terach lived 70 years and begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Now, these are the generations of Terach. Terach begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran begot Lot. And Haran died before his father Terach in the land of his nativity, in Ur of the Kazdim. And Abram and Nahor took them women. The name of Abram's woman was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's woman, Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Yizkah. But Sarai was barren. She had no child. And Terach took Abram his son, and Lot, the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's woman. And they went forth with them from Ur of the Kazdim to go into the land of Canaan. And they came unto Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terach were 205 years, and Terach died in Haran. Bereshit, Genesis, chapter 12. Now Yahweh had said unto El Abram, Get you out of your country, and from your kindred, and from your father's house, unto a land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you, and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless you, and curse him that curses you. And in you shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as Yahuwah had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarai his woman, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Shechem, unto the plain of Moreh, and the Canaanite was in the land. And Yahuwah appeared unto El Abram and said, Unto your seed will I give this land. And there built he an altar unto Yahuwah, who appeared unto him. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Beit El, and pitched his tent, having Beit El on the west, and Ai on the east. And there he built an altar unto Yahuwah, and called upon the name of Yahuwah. And Abram journeyed, going on still towards the Negev. And there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down into Mitzrayim to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass, when he was come near to enter into Mitzrayim, that he said unto El Sarai his woman, Behold now, I know that you are a fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass when the Mitzrayim shall see you, that they shall say, This is his woman, and they will kill me, but they will save you alive. Say, I pray you, you are my sister, that it may be well with me for your sake, and my soul shall live because of you. And it came to pass, 
that when Abram was come into Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim beheld the woman, that she was very fair. The princes also of Pharaoh saw her, and commended her before Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. And he entreated Abram well for her sake. And he had sheep, and oxen, and he asses, and men servants, and maid servants, and she asses, and camels. And Yahweh plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's woman. And Pharaoh called Avram and said, What is this that you have done unto me? Why did you not tell me that she was your woman? Why said you, She is my sister, so I might have taken her to be my woman? Now therefore, behold, your woman, take her, and go your way. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away, and his woman, and all that he had. Bereshit, Genesis, chapter 13. And Abram went up out of Mitzrayim, he and his woman, and all that he had, and Lot with him into the Negev. And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. And he went on his journeys from the Negev even to Beit El, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Beit El and Ai, unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first, and there Avraham called on the name of Yahuwah. And Lot also, which went with Abraham, had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together, for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdsmen of Abraham's cattle and the herdsmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled then in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray you, between me and you, and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen. For we be brethren. Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself, I pray you, from me. If you will take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if you depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes, and beheld all the circle of the Yardan, that it was well watered everywhere, before Yahuwah destroyed Sodom and Amorah, even as the garden of Yahuwah, like the land of Mitzrayim, as ye come unto Tzoar. Then Lot chose him all the circle of the Yardan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves, the one from the other. And Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the circle of the Yardan, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before Yahweh exceedingly. And Yahweh said unto El Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now your eyes, and look from the place where you are, northward and southward, and eastward and westward. For all the land which you see, to you, will I give it, and to your seed forever. And I will make your seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall your seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto you. Then Abram removed his tent, and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar.
unto Yahuwah. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 14. And it came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Ariok, king of Elakar, Kederleomer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of nations, that these made war with Bera, king of Sodom, and with Birsha, king of Amorah, Shinav, king of Adma, and Shem-Eber, king of Tseboim, and the king of Bela, which is Tsoar. All these were joined together in the valley of Sidim, which is the Salt Sea. Twelve years they served Kederleomer, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. And in the fourteenth year came Kederleomer, and the kings that were with him, and smote the Rephaim in Ashtaroth Karnaim, and the Zuzim in Ham, and the Emim in Shaveh Kiriathaim, and the Horim in their Mount Seir, unto Il Paran, which is by the wilderness. And they returned and came to En Mishpat, which is Kadesh, and smote all the country of the Amalekim, and also the Emorim, that dwelt in Chatron Tamar. And there went out the king of Sodom, and the king of Amorah, and the king of Adma, and the king of Tseboim, and the king of Bela, the same as Zoar, and they joined battle with them in the valley of Sidim, with Kederleomor, the king of Elam, and with Tidal, king of nations, and Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Ariok, king of Elakar, four kings with five. And the valley of Sidim was full of slime pits, and the kings of Sodom and Amorah fled, and fell there, and they that remained fled to the mountain. And they took all the goods of Sodom and Amorah, and all their victuals, and went their way. And they took Lot, Avram's brother, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods, and departed. And there came one that had escaped, and told Avram the Ivri, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Eshkol, and brother of Aner, and these were confederate with Abram. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. And he divided himself against them, he and his servants, by night, and smote them, and pursued them unto Chobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods, and also brought again his brother Lot, and his goods, and the women also, and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Kedarleomer, and of the kings that were with him, at the valley of Shaveh, which is in the king's valley. And Malkitzedek, king of Shalem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of El Elyon. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Avram of El Elyon, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be El Elyon, which has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him tithes of all. And the king of Sodom said unto El Abram, Give me the persons, and take the goods for yourself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand unto El Yahuwah, El Elyon, the possessor of heaven and earth that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Avram rich. 
save only that which the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men which went with me, Anur, Eshol, and Mamre. Let them take their portion. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 15. After these things, the word of Yahuwah came unto El Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Avram, I am your shield, and your exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Adonai, Yahuwah, what will you give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus? And Abram said, Behold, to me you have given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of Yahuwah came unto him, saying, This shall not be your heir, but he that shall come forth out of your own generation shall be your heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now towards the heavens, and count the stars, if you be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall your seed be. And he believed in Yahuwah, and he counted it to him for righteousness. And he said unto him, I am Yahuwah that brought you out of Ur of the Kazdim to give you this land to inherit it. And he said, Adonai, Yahuwah, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? And he said unto him, Take me a heifer of three years old and a she-goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he took unto him all these, and divided them in the midst, and laid each piece one against another, but the birds he divided not. And when the fowls came down upon the carcasses, Abram drove them away. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and lo, a horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that your seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterward they shall come out with great substance, and you shall go to your fathers in peace you shall be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation they shall come hither again, for the iniquity of the Amorim is not yet full. And it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. And the same day Yahuwah cut a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto your seed, have I given this land from the river of Mitzrayim unto the great river, the river Parath, the Kenaim, and the Kenazim, and the Kadmonim, and the Hittim, and the Perazim, and the Rephaim, and the Emorim, and the Kenaim, and the Girgashim, and the Yevusim?
Bereshit, Genesis chapter 16. Now Sarai, Abram's woman, bore him no children, and she had a handmaid, a Mitzrite, whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said unto El Abram, Behold now, Yahuwah has restrained me from bearing. I pray you, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarai. And Sarai, Abram's woman, took Hagar, her maid, the Mitzrim, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her man, Abram, to be his woman. And he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. And Sarai said unto El Abram, My wrong be upon you. I have given my maid into your bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. Yahuwah judge between me and you. But Abram said unto El Sarai, Behold, your maid is in your hand. Do to her as it pleases you. And when Sarai dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. And the angel of Yahuwah found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, whence came you, and whither will you go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress Sarai. And the angel of Yahuwah said unto her, Return to your mistress, and submit yourself under her hands. And the angel of Yahuwah said unto her, I will multiply your seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel of Yahuwah said unto her, Behold, you are with child, and shall bear a son, and shall call his name Yishmael, because Yahuwah has heard your affliction. And he will be a wild man, his hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And she called the name of Yahuwah that spoke unto her, Yuel, see me. For she said, Have I also here looked after him that sees me? Wherefore the well was called Be'er Lachai Roy. Behold, it is between Kadesh and Bered. And Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram called his son's name, which Hagar bore, Ishmael. And Abram was fourscore and six years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 17. And when Abram was ninety years old and nine, Yahuwah appeared to El Abram and said unto him, I am El Shaddai. Walk before me and be perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face and Elohim talked with him saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be a father of many nations. Neither shall your name any more be called Avram, but your name shall be Avraham. For a father of many nations have I made you, and I will make you exceeding fruitful, 
and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come out of you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you, and your seed after you, in their generations, for an everlasting covenant, to be Elohim unto you, and to your seed after you. And I will give unto you, and to your seed after you, the land wherein you are a stranger, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their Elohim. And Elohim said unto El Abraham, You shall guard my covenant, therefore, you and your seed after you in their generations. This is my covenant, which ye shall guard between me and you and your seed after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised, and ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a sign of the covenant betwixt me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you. Every male child in your generations, he that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger, which is not of your seed, he that is born in your house and he that is bought with your money must need to be circumcised. And my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised male child, whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. And Elohim said unto El Abraham, As for Sarai, your woman, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. And I will bless her, and give you a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face, and laughed, <laughs> and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old, and shall Sarah that is ninety years old bear? And Abraham said unto Elohim, Oh, that Yishmael might live before you. And Elohim said, Sarah your woman shall bear you a son indeed, and you shall call his name Yitzhak, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed after him. And as for Yishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him, and will make him fruitful, and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant will I establish with Yitzhak, which Sarah shall bear unto you at this set time in the next year. And he left off talking with him, and Elohim went up from Abraham. And Abraham took Ishmael his son, and all that were born in his house, and all that were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the selfsame day, as Elohim had said unto him. And Abraham was ninety years old and nine when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael his son was thirteen years old 
when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And the selfsame day was Abraham circumcised, and Yishmael his son. And all the men of his house, born in the house, and bought with money of the stranger, were circumcised with him. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 18. And Yahuwah appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground and said, My Adonai, if now I have found favor in your sight, pass not away, I pray you, from your servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree, and I will fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort ye your hearts. After that ye shall pass on, for therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, So do, as you have said. And Abraham hasted into the tent unto El Serah, and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Avraham ran unto the herd, and fetched a calf tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hastened to dress it. And he took butter and milk, and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah your woman? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto you according to the time of life, and lo, Sarah your woman shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, <laughs> saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure? my lord being old also. And Yahweh said unto El Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child which am old? Is anything too hard for Yahuwah? At the time appointed, I will return unto you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laughed not for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but you did laugh. And the men rose up from thence and looked toward Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And Yahweh said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, that they shall guard the way of Yahuwah, to do justice and judgment, that Yahuwah may bring upon Avraham that which he has spoken of him. And Yahuwah said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now, and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it, which is come unto me, 
and if not, I will know. And the men turned their faces from thence and went toward Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before Yahuwah. And Abraham drew near and said, Will you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Perchance there be fifty righteous within the city. Will you also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That be far from you to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked. That be far from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And Yahuwah said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Behold now, I have taken it upon me to speak unto Adonai, which am but dust and ashes. Perchance there shall lack five of the fifty righteous. Will you destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, If I find there forty and five, I will not destroy it. And he spoke unto him yet again and said, Perchance there will be forty found there. And he said, I will not do it for forty's sake. And he said unto him, Oh, let not Adonai be angry, and I will speak. Perchance there shall be thirty found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. And he said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto Adonai. Perchance there shall be twenty found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for twenty's sake. And he said, Oh, let not Adonai be angry, and I will speak yet but this once. Perchance ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. And Yahuwah went his way as soon as he had left communing with El Abraham. And Abraham returned unto his place. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 19. And there came two angels to Sodom at evening, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early, and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him, and entered into the house. And he made them a feast, and did bake matzah, and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot, and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to you this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them. And Lot went out at the door unto them, and shut the door after him, and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold now, I have two daughters, which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, 
For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And they said, Stand back. And they said again, This one fellow came into sojourn, and he will need to be a judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. But the men put forth their hand, and pulled Lot into the house to them, and shut the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. And the men said unto Lot, Have you here any besides son-in-law, and your sons, and your daughters? And whatsoever you have in the city, bring them out of this place, for we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of Yahuwah, and Yahuwah has sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out, and spoke unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for Yahuwah will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take your woman and your two daughters which are here, lest you be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his woman, and upon the hand of his two daughters, Yahweh being merciful unto him. And they brought him forth, and set him without the city. And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for your life, look not behind you, neither stay in all the circle of the Yaran. Escape to the mountain, lest you be consumed. And Lot said unto them, Oh, not so, my Adonai. Behold, now your servant has found grace in your sight, and you have magnified your mercy, which you have showed unto me in saving my life. I cannot escape to the mountain, as some evil take me and I die. Behold now, this city is near to flee unto, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape hither. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall live. And he said unto him, See, I have accepted you concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city for which you have spoken. Make haste, escape hither, for I cannot do anything till you are come hither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Tsoar. The sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Tsoar. Then Yahuwah rained upon Sodom and upon Amorah, brimstone and fire from Yahuwah out of the heavens. And he overthrew those cities and all the circle of the Yardan and all the inhabitants of those cities and that which grew upon the ground. But his woman looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before Yahuwah. And he looked toward Sodom and Amorah and toward all the land of the circle of the Yardan and beheld. And lo, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace. And it came to pass when Elohim destroyed the cities of the circle of the Yardan that Elohim remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt. And Lot went up out of Soar and dwelt in the mountain and his two daughters with him, for he feared to dwell in Soar 
and he dwelt in a cave, he and his two daughters. And the firstborn said unto the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man on the earth to come in unto us after the manner of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in, and lay with her father. And he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. And it came to pass on the morrow that the firstborn said unto the younger, Behold, I lay yesternight with my father. Let us make him drink wine this night also, and go in and lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night also. And the younger arose and lay with him. And he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. Thus were both the daughters of Lot with child by their father. And the firstborn bore a son, and called his name Moab. The same is the father of the Moabim unto this day. And the younger, she also bore a son, and called his name Ben-Amai. The same is the father of the children of Ammon unto this day. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 20. And Abraham journeyed from thence toward the country of the Negev, and dwelt between Kadesh and Shur, and sojourned in Gerar. And Abraham said of El Sarah his woman, She is my sister. And Abimelech king of Gerar sent, and took Sarah. But Elohim came to Abimelech in a dream by night, and said to him, Behold, you are but a dead man for the woman which you have taken, for she is a man's woman. But Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, Adonai, will you slay also a righteous nation? Said he not unto me, She is my sister, and she, even she herself said, He is my brother? In the integrity of my heart and innocence of my hands have I done this. And Elohim said unto him in a dream, Yea, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart, for I also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore suffered I you not to touch her. Now therefore restore the man his woman, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for you, and you shall live. And if you restore her not, know you, that you shall surely die, you and all that are yours. Therefore Abimelech rose early in the morning, and called all his servants, and told all these things in their ears. And the men were sore afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham, and said unto him, What have you done unto us, and what have I offended you, that you have brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? You have done deeds unto me that ought not to be done. And Abimelech said unto El Abraham, What saw you that you have done this thing? And Abraham said, Because I thought surely the fear of Elohim is not in this place, and they will slay me for my woman's sake. And yet indeed she is my sister, she is the daughter of my father but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my woman. 
And it came to pass, when Elohim caused me to wander from my father's house, that I said unto her, This is your kindness which you shall show unto me. At every place whither we shall come, say of me, He is my brother. And Abimelech took sheep, and oxen, and men servants, and women servants, and gave them unto Abraham, and restored him Sarah his woman. And Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before you, dwell where it pleases you. And unto Sarah he said, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, he is to you a covering of the eyes unto all that are with you and with all other. Thus she was reproved. So Abraham prayed unto Elohim, and Elohim healed Abimelech and his woman and his maidservants, and they bore children. For Yahuwah had fast closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's woman. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 21. And Yahuwah visited Sarah as he had said, and Yahuwah did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which Elohim had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah born to him, Yitzchak. And Abraham circumcised his son Yitzchak, being eight days old, as Elohim had commanded him. And Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Yitzchak was born unto him. And Sarah said, Elohim has made me to laugh, so that all that hear will laugh with me. And she said, <laughs> Who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given children suck? For I have borne him a son in his old age. And the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast the same day that Yitzchak was weaned. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Mitzrim, which she had borne unto Abraham, mocking. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Yitzhak. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And Elohim said unto El Abraham, Let it not be grievous in your sight because of the lad, and because of your bondwoman, in all that Sarah has said unto you, Hearken unto her voice, for in Yitzhak shall your seed be called. And also the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation, because he is your seed. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and took bread and a bottle of water, and gave it unto Hagar, putting it on her shoulder, and the child, and sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And the water was spent in the bottle, and she cast the child under one of the shrubs. And she went and sat her down over against him a good way off, as it were a bowshot. For she said, Let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him, and lift up her voice and wept. <laughs> and Elohim heard the voice of the lad. And the angel of Elohim called unto Hagar out of the heavens, and said unto her, What ails you, Hagar? Fear not, for Elohim has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad and hold him in your hand, for I will make him a great nation. 
And Elohim opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. And she went and filled the bottle with water and gave the lad drink. And Elohim was with the lad, and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took him a woman out of the land of Mitzrayim. And it came to pass at that time that Abimelech and Pichol, the chief captain of his host, spoke unto El Abraham, saying, Elohim is with you in all that you do. Now therefore swear unto me here by Elohim that you will not deal falsely with me, nor with my son, nor with my son's son, but according to the kindness that I have done unto you, you shall do unto me, and to the land wherein you have sojourned. And Abraham said, I will swear. And Abraham reproved Abimelech because of a well of water, which Abimelech's servants had violently taken away. And Abimelech said, I know not who has done this thing, neither did you tell me, neither yet heard I of it, but today. And Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them unto Abimelech, and both of them cut a covenant. And Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves. And Abimelech said unto El Abraham, What mean these seven ewe lambs which you have set by themselves? And he said, For these seven ewe lambs shall you take off my hand, that they may be a witness unto me that I have dug this well. Wherefore he called that place Beersheba, because there they swore both of them. Thus they cut a covenant at Beersheba. Then Abimelech rose up, and Pichol, the chief captain of his host, and they returned into the land of the Pelishtim. And Abraham planted a grove in Beersheba, and called thereon the name of Yahuwah, El Olam. And Abraham sojourned in the Pelishtim's land many days. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 22. And it came to pass after these things that Elohim did try Abraham and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now your son, your Yahid, Yitzhak, whom you love, and get you into the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell you of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, and Yitzchak his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up, and went unto the place of which Elohim had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes, and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder, and worship, and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, and laid it upon Yitzchak his son. And he took the fire in his hand, and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Yitzchak spoke unto El Abraham his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, Elohim will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. 
So they went both of them together. And they came to the place which Elohim had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there, and laid the wood in order, and bound Yitzhak his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand, and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of Yahuwah called unto him out of the heavens, and said, Avraham, Avraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not your hand upon the lad, neither do you anything unto him. For now I know that you fear Elohim, seeing you have not withheld your son, your Yaqid, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram, and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Yahuwah, Yareh, as it is said to this day, in the mount of Yahuwah it shall be seen. And the angel of Yahuwah called unto El Abraham out of the heavens the second time, and said, By myself have I sworn, says Yahuwah, for because you have done this thing, and have not withheld your son, your Yahid, that in blessing I will bless you, and in multiplying I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and your seed shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in your seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned unto his young men, and they rose up and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. And it came to pass after these things that it was told Abraham, saying, Behold, Milcah, she has also borne children unto your brother Nahor, Buz his firstborn, and Buz his brother, and Kemuel the father of Aram, and Kesed, and Hazo, and Pildash, and Yidlaf, and Bethuel. And Bethuel begat Rivka. These eight Milcah did bear to Nahor, Abraham's brother, and his concubine, whose name was Reuma. She bore also Teva, and Gaham, and Tahash, and Ma'aka. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 23. And Sarah was a hundred and seven and twenty years old. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Sarah died in Kiryat Arba, the same is in Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. <laughs> and Abraham stood up from before his dead and spoke unto the sons of Heth, saying, I am a stranger and a sojourner with you. Give me a possession of a burying place with you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the children of Heth answered Abraham, saying unto him, Hear us, my lord, you are a mighty prince among us, and the choice of our sepulchres bury your dead. None of us shall withhold from you his sepulchre, but that you may bury your dead. And Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, even to the children of Heth. And he communed with them, saying, If it be your mind that I should bury my dead out of my sight, Hear me, and entreat from me to Ephron, the son of Sohar, 
that he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which he has, which is in the end of his field. For as much money as it is worth, he shall give it me for a possession of a burying place amongst you. And Ephron dwelt among the children of Heth. And Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the audience of the children of Heth, even all that went in the gate of his city, saying, Nay, my lord, hear me. The field I give you, and the cave that is therein, I give it you. In the presence of the sons of my people, give I it you. Bury your dead. And Abraham bowed down himself before the people of the land. And he spoke unto Ephron in the audience of the people of the land, saying, But if you will give it, I pray you, hear me, I will give you money for the field. Take it of me, and I will bury my dead there. And Ephron answered Abraham, saying unto him, My lord, hearken unto me. The land is worth four hundred shekels of silver. What is that betwixt me and you? Bury therefore your dead. And Abraham hearkened unto Ephron. And Abraham weighed to Ephron the silver, which he had named in the audience of the sons of Heth, four hundred shekels of silver, current money with the merchant. And the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, which was before Mamre, the field and the cave which was therein, and all the trees that were in the field, that were in all the borders round about, were made sure. Unto Abraham for a possession in the presence of the children of Heth, before all that went in at the gate of his city. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah his woman in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, the same as Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And the field and the cave that is therein were made sure unto Abraham for a possession of a burying place by the sons of Heth. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 24. And Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and Yahuwah had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house, that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray you, your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by Yahuwah, the Elohai of heaven and the Elohai of the earth, that you shall not take a woman unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanim, among whom I dwell. But you shall go unto my country and to my kindred, and take a woman unto my son Yitzhak. And the servant said unto him, Perchance the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I needs bring your son again unto the land from whence you came? And Avraham said unto him, Beware that you bring not my son thither again. Yahuwah Elohai of heaven, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, and which spoke unto me, and that swore unto me, saying, Unto your seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before you, and you shall take a woman unto my son from thence. And if the woman will not be willing to follow you, then you shall be clear from this my oath. Only bring not my son thither again. And the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham his master, and swore to him concerning that matter. And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master, 
and departed, for all the goods of his master were in his hand. And he arose and went to Aram Naharaim, unto the city of Nahor. And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water at the time of the evening, even the time that women go out to draw water. And he said, O Yahuwah Elohai of my master Avraham, I pray you, send me good speed this day, and show kindness unto my master Avraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water. And let it come to pass, that the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down your pitcher, I pray you, that I may drink. And she shall say, Drink, and I will give your camels drink also. Let the same be she that you have appointed for your servant Yitzhak. And thereby shall I know that you have showed kindness unto my master. And it came to pass, before he had done speaking, that, behold, Ribkah came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the woman of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher upon her shoulder. And the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin, neither had any man known her. And she went down to the well and filled her pitcher, and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray you, drink a little water of your pitcher. And she said, Drink, my lord. And she hastened, and let down her pitcher upon her hand, and gave him drink. And when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also, until they have done drinking. And she hastened, and emptied her pitcher into the trough, and ran again into the well to draw water, and drew for all his camels. And the man, wondering at her, held his peace, to wit whether Yahuwah had made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her hands of 10 shekels weight of gold and said, Whose daughter are you? Tell me, I pray you, is there room in your father's house for us to lodge in? And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, which she bore unto Nehor. And she said moreover unto him, We have both straw and provender enough and room to lodge in. And the man bowed down his head and worshipped Yahuwah. And he said, Blessed be Yahuwah Elohai of my master Avraham, who has not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth. I, being in the way, Yahuwah led me to the house of my master's brethren. And the damsel ran and told them of her mother's house of these things. And Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. And Laban ran unto the man, unto the well. And it came to pass, when he saw the earring and the bracelets upon his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Ribkah his sister, saying, Thus spoke the man unto me, that he came unto the man. And behold, he stood by the camels at the well. And he said, Come in, you blessed of Yahuwah. Wherefore stand you without? For I have prepared the house and room for the camels. And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels, and gave straw and provender for the camels, and water to wash his feet, and the men's feet that were with him. And there was set meat before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have told my errand. And he said, Speak on. And he said, I am Avraham's servant, and Yahuwah has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great. And he has given him flocks and herds, and silver and gold, 
and men servants and maidservants, and camels and asses. And Sarah, my master's woman, bore a son to my master when she was old, and unto him has he given all that he has. And my master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a woman to my son of the daughters of the Canaanim, in whose land I dwell, but you shall go unto my father's house, and to my kindred, and take a woman unto my son. And I said unto my master, Perchance the woman will not follow me. And he said unto me, Yahuwah, before whom I walk, will send his angel with you, and prosper your way. And you shall take a woman for my son of my kindred, and of my father's house. Then shall you be clear from this my oath, when you come to my kindred, and if they give not you one, you shall be clear from my oath. And I came this day unto the well, and said, O Yahuwah Elohai, of my master Avraham, if now you do prosper my way which I go, behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass, that when the virgin comes forth to draw water, and I say to her, Give me, I pray you, a little water of your pitcher to drink. And she say to me, Both drink you, and I will also draw for your camels. Let the same be the woman whom Yahuwah has appointed out for my master's son. And before I had done speaking in my heart, behold, Rivka came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down unto the well and drew water. And I said unto her, Let me drink, I pray you. And she made haste and let down her pitcher from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give your camels drink also. So I drank, and she made the camels drink also. And I asked her and said, Whose daughter are you? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nehor's son, whom Milcah bore unto him. And I put the earring upon her face, and the bracelets upon her hands. And I bowed down my head and worshipped Yahuwah, and blessed Yahuwah Elohai of my master Avraham, which had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter unto his son. And now, if ye will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The thing proceeds from Yahuwah. We cannot speak unto you bad or good. Behold. Rivka is before you. Take her and go, and let her be your master's son's woman, as Yahuwah has spoken. And it came to pass that when Abraham's servant heard their words, he worshipped Yahuwah, bowing himself to the earth. And the servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment, and gave them to Rivka. And he gave also to her brother and to her mother precious things. And they did eat and drink, and the men that were with him, and tarried all night. And they rose up in the morning, and he said, Send me away unto my master. And her brother and her mother said, Let the damsel abide with us a few days, at the least ten. After that she shall go. And he said unto them, Hinder me not, seeing Yahuwah has prospered my way. Send me away, that I may go to my master. And they said, We will call the damsel, and inquire at her mouth. 
And they called Ribka and said unto her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. And they sent away Ribka their sister and her nurse and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Ribka and said unto her, You are our sister. Be the mother of thousands of millions. And let your seed possess the gate of those which hate them. And Ribka arose and her damsels, and they rode upon the camels and followed the man. And the servant took Ribka and went his way. And Yitzhak came from the way of the well of Beer Lachairoi, for he dwelt in the country of the Negev. And Yitzhak went out to meditate in the field in the evening. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. And Ribka lifted her eyes, and when she saw Yitzhak, she lighted off the camel. For she had said unto the servant, What man is this that walks in the field to meet us? And the servant had said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Yitzhak all the things that he had done. And Yitzhak brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rivka, and she became his woman, and he loved her. And Yitzhak was comforted after his mother's death. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 25. And again Abraham took a woman, and her name was Keturah. And she bore him Zimran, and Yokshan, and Midan, and Midian, and Yishbak, and Shuach. And Yokshan begat Sheba, and Didan. And the sons of Didan were Ashurim, and Letushim, and Leumim. And the sons of Midian, Ephah, and Epher, and Hanok, and Abida, and Elda'ah. These were the children of Keturah. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Yitzchak, but unto the sons of the concubines which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Yitzchak his son while he yet lived eastward into the east country. And these are the days of the years of Abraham's life which he lived, a hundred and threescore and fifteen years. Then Abraham gave up his ruach and died in a good old age, an old man and full of years, and was gathered to his people. And his sons Yitzchak and Yishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah, in the field of Ephron, the son of Tzor, the Hittite, which is before Mamre. The field which Abraham purchased of the sons of Heth, there was Abraham buried, and Sarah his woman. And it came to pass after the death of Abraham, that Elohim blessed his son Yitzchak, and Yitzchak dwelt by the well Be'er Lachai Roy. Now these are the generations of Yishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar, the Mitzrim, Sarah's handmaid, bore unto Abraham. And these are the names of the sons of Yishmael, by their names, according to their generations. The firstborn of Yishmael, Nebaioth, and Kedar, and Adbeel, and Mibsam, and Mishma, and Duma, and Masa'ah, Hadar, and Tima, Yetur, Nafish, and Kedema. These are the sons of Yishmael, and these are their names, by their towns and by their castles, twelve princes according to their nations. And these are the years of the life of Yishmael, a hundred and thirty and seven years. And he gave up his ruach and died, and was gathered unto his people. And they dwelt from Havilah unto Shur, that is before Mitzrayim, as you go toward Ashura. 
and he died in the presence of all his brethren. And these are the generations of Yitzchak, Abraham's son. Abraham begat Yitzchak, and Yitzchak was 40 years old when he took Ribka to be his woman, the daughter of Bethuel, the Aramite of Padan Aram, the sister unto Laban, the Aramite. And Yitzchak entreated Yahuwah for his woman, because she was barren, and Yahuwah was entreated of him, and Ribka his woman conceived. And the children struggled together within her, and she said, If it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of Yahuwah, and Yahuwah said unto her, Two nations are in your womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from your generation and the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb, and the first came out red all over like a hairy garment, and they called his name Esau. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold on Esau's heel, and his name was called Jacob. And Yitzchak was threescore years old when she bore them. And the boys grew, and Esau was a cunning hunter, a man of the field, and Jacob was an upright man, dwelling in tents. And Yitzchak loved Esau, because he did eat of his venison, but Ribka loved Jacob. And Jacob sought pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said to El Jacob, Feed me, I pray you, with that same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. And Jacob said, Sell me this day your birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he swore unto him. And he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils. And he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 26. And there was a famine in the land, beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Yitzchak went unto Abimelech, king of the Pelishtim, unto Gerar. And Yahuwah appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Mitzrayim, dwell in the land which I shall tell you of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you, and will bless you, for unto you and unto your seed I will give you all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swore unto Avraham your father, and I will make your seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, and will give unto your seed all these countries, and in your seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because that Avraham obeyed my voice, and did guard my watch, my commandments, my statutes, and my Torah. And Yitzhak dwelt in Gerar. And the men of the place asked him of his woman, and he said, She is my sister. For he feared to say, She is my woman, lest, said he, The men of the place should kill me for Rivka, because she was fair to look upon. And it came to pass, when he had been there a long time, that Abimelech, king of the Pelishtim, looked out at a window and saw, and behold, Yitzchak was sporting with Ribkab his woman. And Abimelech called Yitzchak and said, Behold, of a surety she is your woman, and how said you she is my sister? 
And Yitzchak said unto him, Because I said, lest I die for her. And Abimelech said, What is this you have done unto us? One of the people might lightly have lain with your woman, and you should have brought guiltiness upon us. And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, He that touches this man or his woman shall surely be put to death. Then Yitzchak sowed in that land, and received in the same year a hundredfold, and Yahweh blessed him. And the man waxed great, and went forward, and grew until he became very great, for he had possessions of flocks, and possessions of herds, and great store of servants. And the Pelishtim envied him. For all the wells which his father's servant had dug in the days of Abraham his father, the Pelishtim had stopped them, and filled them with earth. And Abimelech said unto El Yitzchak, Go from us, for you are much mightier than we. And Yitzchak departed thence, and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar, and dwelt there. And Yitzchak dug again the wells of water, which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father. For the Pelishtim had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Yitzchak's servants dug in the valley, and found there a well of springing water. And the herdsmen of Gerar did strive with Yitzchak's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the well Esek, because they strove with him. And they dug another well, and strove for that also. And he called the name of it Sitna. And he removed from thence, and dug another well. And for that they strove not. And he called the name of it Rehovot. And he said, For now Yahuwah has made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land. And he went up from thence to Be'er Sheba. And Yahuwah appeared unto him that same night and said, I am the Elohai of Avraham your father. Fear not, for I am with you, and will bless you, and multiply your seed for my servant Avraham's sake. And he built an altar there, and called upon the name of Yahuwah, and pitched his tent there, and there Yitzchak's servants dug a well. Then Abimelech went to him from Gerar, and Ahuzat, one of his friends, and Paikol, the chief captain of his army. And Yitzchak said unto them, Wherefore come ye to me, seeing ye hate me, and have sent me away from you? And they said, We saw certainly that Yahuwah was with you. And we said, Let there be now an oath betwixt us, even betwixt us and you and let us cut a covenant with you. That you will do us no hurt, as we have not touched you, and as we have done unto you nothing but good, and have sent you away in peace, you are now the blessed of Yahuwah. And he made them a feast, and they did eat and drink. And they rose up early in the morning, and swore one to another. And Yitzchak sent them away, and they departed from him in peace. And it came to pass the same day that Yitzchak's servants came and told him concerning the well which they had dug and said unto him, We have found water. And he called it Sheba. Therefore the name of the city is Be'er Sheba unto this day. And Esau was forty years old when he took to be his woman Yahudit, the daughter of Birai, the Hittite, and Basimat, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, which were a grief of mind unto Yitzchak and to Ribka. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 27. And it came to pass 
that when Yitzchak was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau his eldest son and said unto him, My son. And he said unto him, Behold, here I am. And he said, Behold now, I am old. I know not the day of my death. Now therefore take, I pray you, your weapons, your quiver and your bow, and go out to the field and take me some venison and make me savory meat such as I love and bring it to me that I may eat that my soul may bless you before I die. And Ribkah heard when Yitzchak spoke to Esau his son. And Esau went to the field to hunt for venison and to bring it. And Ribkah spoke unto El Yaakob her son, saying, Behold, I heard your father speak unto Esau your brother, saying, Bring me venison, and make me savory meat, that I may eat, and bless you before Yahuwah, before my death. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice, according to that which I command you. Go now to the flock, and fetch me from thence two good kids of the goats, and I will make them savory meat for your father, such as he loves. And you shall bring it to your father, that he may eat, and that he may bless you before his death. And Yaakob said to El Ribka his mother, Behold, Esau my brother is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. My father perchance will fill me, and I shall seem to him as a deceiver, and I shall bring a curse upon me, and not a blessing. And his mother said unto him, Upon me be your curse, my son. Only obey my voice, and go fetch me them. And he went and fetched, and brought them to his mother. And his mother made savory meat such as his father loved. And Ribka took goodly raiment of her eldest son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them upon Jacob her younger son. And she put the skins of the kids of the goats upon his hands, and upon the smooth of his neck. And she gave the savory meat, and the bread, which she had prepared, into the hand of her son Jacob. And he came unto his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, who are you, my son? And Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done according as you bade me. Arise, I pray you, sit and eat of my venison, that your soul may bless me. And Yitzchak said unto his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because Yahuwah Elohaika brought it to me. And Yitzchak said unto El Yaakob, Come near, I pray you, that I may fill you, my son, whether you be my very son Esau or not. And Yaakov went near unto El Yitzchak his father, and he felt him, and said, The voice is Yaakov's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he discerned him not, because his hands were hairy, as his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. And he said, Are you my very son Esau? And he said, I am. And he said, Bring it near to me and I will eat of my son's venison, that my soul may bless you. And he brought it near to him, and he did eat. And he brought him wine, and he drank. And his father Yitzchak said unto him, Come near now, and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him. And he smelled the smell of his raiment, and blessed him, and said, 
See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which Yahuwah has blessed. Therefore, Elohim, give you of the dew of heaven and of the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brethren and let your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be every one that curses you and blessed be he that blesses you. And it came to pass, as soon as Yitzchak had made an end of blessing Yaakov, and Yaakov was yet scarce gone out from the presence of Yitzchak his father, that Esau his brother came in from his hunting, and he also had made savory meat, and brought it unto his father, and said unto his father, Let my father arise, and eat of his son's venison, that your soul may bless me. And Yitzchak his father said unto him, Who are you? And he said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. And Yitzchak trembled very exceedingly and said, Who? Where is he that has taken venison and brought it to me? And I have eaten of all before you came and have blessed him. Yea, he shall be blessed. And when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry. Ah! And said unto his father, Bless me. Even me also, O my father. And he said, Your brother has come with subtlety and has taken away your blessing. And he said, Is he not rightly named Yaakov? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright. And behold, now he has taken away my blessing. And he said, Have you not reserved a blessing for me? And Yitzchak answered and said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him your lord, and all his brethren have I given to him for servants, and with grain and wine have I sustained him, and what shall I do now unto you, my son? And Esau said unto his father, Have you but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O oh my father. <laughs> and Esau lifted up his voice and wept. <laughs> and Yitzchak his father answered and said unto him, Behold, your dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth, and of the dew of heaven from above. And by your sword shall you live, and shall serve your brother. And it shall come to pass, when you shall have the dominion, that you shall break his yoke from off your neck. And Esau hated Yaakov because of the blessing wherewith his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then I will slay my brother Yaakov. And these words of Esau, her elder son, were told to Ribka, And she sent and called Yaakov, her younger son, and said unto him, Behold, your brother Esau, as touching you, comforts himself, purposing to kill you. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice and arise, flee to Lavan, my brother, to Haran, and tarry with him a few days, until your brother's fury turn away, until your brother's anger turn away from you, and he forget that which you have done to him. Then I will send and fetch you from thence. Why should I be deprived also of you both in one day? And Ribka said to El Yitzchak, I am weary of my life because of the daughters of Heth. 
If Yaakov take a woman of the daughters of Heth, such as these which are of the daughters of the land, what good shall my life do me? Bereshit, Genesis chapter 28. And Yitzhak called El Yaakov, and blessed him, and charged him, and said unto him, You shall not take a woman of the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Padan Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take you a woman from thence of the daughters of Lavan, your mother's brother, and El Shaddai bless you, and make you fruitful, and multiply you, that you may be a multitude of people, and give you the blessing of Avraham to you, and to your seed with you, that you may inherit the land wherein you are a stranger, which Elohim gave unto Avraham. And Yitzhak sent away Jacob, and he went to Padan Aram unto Laban, son of Bethuel, the Aramite, the brother of Ribka, Jacob's and Esau's mother. When Esau saw that Yitzhak had blessed Jacob, and sent him away to Padan Aram, to take him a woman from thence, and that as he blessed him, he gave him a charge, saying, You shall not take a woman of the daughters of Canaan. And that Jacob obeyed his father and his mother, and was gone to Padan Aram. And Esau, seeing that the daughters of Canaan pleased not Yitzhak his father, then went Esau unto El Yishmael, and he took unto the woman which he had, Machalat, the daughter of Yishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Nebaiot, to be his woman. And Jacob went out from Beersheba, and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place, and tarried there all night, because the sun was set. He took of the stones of that place, and put them for his pillows, and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of Elohim ascending and descending on it. And behold, Yahuwah stood above it, and said, I am Yahuwah Elohai, of Avraham your father, and the Elohai of Yitzhak, the land whereon you lie, to you will I give it, and to your seed, and your seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south, and in you, and in your seed, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with you, and will guard you in all the places whither you go, and will bring you again into this land. For I will not leave you until I have done that which I have spoken to you of. And Yaakov awoke out of his sleep, and he said, Surely Yahuwah is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place! This is none other but the house of Elohim, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob arose up early in the morning, and took the stone that he had put for his pillows, and set it up for a pillar, and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Beit El, but the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, if Elohim will be with me, and will guard me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat, and raiment to put on, 
so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall Yahuwah be my Elohim. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be Elohim's house, and of all that you shall give me, I will surely give the tenth unto you. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 29. Then Jacob went on his journey and came into the land of the people of the east. And he looked, and behold, a well in the field, and lo, there were three flocks of sheep lying by it. For out of that well they watered the flocks, and a great stone was upon the well's mouth. And thither there were all the flocks gathered, and they rolled the stone from the well's mouth, and watered the sheep, and put the stone again upon the well's mouth in its place. And Jacob said unto them, My brethren, whence be ye? And they said, Of Haran are we. And he said unto them, Know ye Levan, the son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. And he said unto them, Is he well? And they said, He is well. And behold, Rachel his daughter comes with the sheep. And he said, Lo, it is yet high day, neither is it time that the cattle should be gathered together. Water ye the sheep, and go and feed them. And they said, We cannot, until all the flocks be gathered together, until they roll the stone from the well's mouth, then we water the sheep. And while he yet spoke with him, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she kept them. And it came to pass, when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near, and rolled the stone from the well's mouth, and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. And Jacob kissed Rachel, and lifted up his voice, and wept. And Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's brother, and that he was Ribka's son. And she ran and told her father. And it came to pass, when Laban heard the tidings of Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him, and embraced him, and kissed him, and brought him to his house. And he told Laban all these things. And Laban said to him, Surely you are my bone and my flesh. And he abode with him the space of a month. And Laban said unto Jacob, Because you are my brother, should you therefore serve me for naught? Tell me, what shall your wages be? And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. And Jacob said unto Laban, Give me my woman, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. And Laban gathered together all the men of that place and made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah his daughter and brought her to him, and he went in unto her. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah Zilpah his maid for a handmaid. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this that you have done unto me? Did I not serve with you for Raquel? Wherefore then have you beguiled me? And Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn, 
fulfill her week, and we will give you this also for the service which you shall serve with me yet seven other years. And Yaakov did so, and fulfilled her week. And he gave him Rachel, his daughter, to be his woman also. And Laban gave to Rachel his daughter, Bilha, his handmaid, to be her maid. And he went in also unto El Rachel. And he loved also Rachel more than Leah, and served with him yet seven other years. And when Yahweh saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. And Leah conceived, and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, Surely Yahuwah has looked upon my affliction. Now therefore my man will love me. And she conceived again, and bore a son, and said, Because Yahuwah has heard that I was hated, he has therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Shimon. And she conceived again, and bore a son, and said, Now this time will my man be joined unto me, because I have borne him three sons. Therefore was his name called Levi. And she conceived again, and bore a son, and she said, Now I will praise Yahuwah. Therefore she called his name Yehuda, and left bearing. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 30. And when Rachel saw that she bore Yaakov no children, Rachel envied her sister, and said unto El Yaakov, Give me children, or else I die. And Yaakov's anger was kindled against Rachel, and he said, Am I in Elhim's stead, who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? And she said, Behold, my maid Bilhah, go in unto her, and she shall bear upon my knees that I may also have children by her. And she gave him Bilhah, her handmaid, to be his woman. And Yaakob went in unto her. And Bilhah conceived, and bore Yaakob a son. And Rachel said, Elohim has judged me, and has also heard my voice, and has given me a son. Therefore called she his name Dan. And Bilhah, Rachel's maid, conceived again, and bore Yaakob a second son. And Rachel said, With great wrestlings have I wrestled with my sister, and I have prevailed. And she called his name Naphtali. And when Leah saw that she had left bearing, she took Zilpah her maid, and gave her Yaakob to be his woman. And Zilpah, Leah's maid, bore Yaakob a son. And Leah said, A troop comes. And she called his name Gad. And Zilpah, Leah's maid, bore Yaakob a second son. And Leah said, Happy am I, for the daughters will call me blessed. And she called his name Asher. And Reuben went in the days of the wheat harvest, and found mandrakes in the field, and brought them unto his mother, Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, Give me, I pray you, of your son's mandrakes. And she said unto her, Is it a small matter that you have taken my man? And will you take away my son's mandrakes also? And Rachel said, Therefore, he shall lie with you tonight for your son's mandrakes. And Yaakov came out of the field in the evening, and Leah went out to meet him and said, You must come in unto me, for surely I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. And he lay with her that night, and Elohim hearkened unto Leah, and she conceived, and bore Yaakov the fifth son. And Leah said, Elohim has given me my hire, because I have given my maiden to my man. And she called his name Yissachar. And Leah conceived again, and bore Yaakov the sixth son. And Leah said, Elohim has endued me with a good dowry. Now will my man dwell with me, because I have borne him six sons. 
and she called his name Zebulun. And afterwards, she bore a daughter and called her name Dina. And Elohim remembered Rachel, and Elohim hearkened to her and opened her womb. And she conceived and bore a son and said, Elohim has taken away my reproach. And she called his name Yosef and said, Yahuwah shall add to me another son. And it came to pass, when Rachel had born Yosef, the Yaakov said unto Laban, Send me away, that I may go into my own place and to my country. Give me my women and my children, for whom I have served you, and let me go. For you know my service which I have done you. And Laban said unto him, I pray you, if I have found favor in your eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that Yahuwah has blessed me for your sake. And he said, Appoint me your wages, and I will give it. And he said unto him, You know how I have served you, and how your cattle was with me. For it was little which you had before I came, and it is now increased unto a multitude, and Yahuwah has blessed you since my coming. And now, when shall I provide for my own house also? And he said, What shall I give you? And Yaakob said, You shall not give me anything. If you will do this thing for me, I will again feed and guard your flock. I will pass through all your flock today, removing from thence all the speckled and spotted cattle, and all the brown cattle among the sheep, and the spotted and speckled among the goats, and of such shall be my hire. So shall my righteousness answer for me in time to come, when it shall come for my hire before your face. Every one that is not speckled and spotted among the goats, and brown among the sheep, that shall be counted stolen with me. And Laban said, Behold, I would it might be according to your word. And he removed that day the he-goats that were ring-straked and spotted, and all the she-goats that were speckled and spotted, and every one that had some white in it, and all the brown among the sheep, and gave them into the hands of his sons. And he set three days' journey betwixt himself and Jacob, and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flocks. And Jacob took him rods of green poplar, and of the hazel and chestnut tree, and pilled white strakes in them, and made the white appear which was in the rods. And he set the rods which he had pilled before the flocks in the gutters, in the watering troughs, when the flocks came to drink, that they should conceive when they came to drink. And the flocks conceived before the rods, and brought forth cattle, ring-straked, speckled, and spotted. And Jacob did separate the lambs, and set the faces of the flocks toward the ring-straked, and all the brown in the flock of Laban. And he put his own flocks by themselves, and put them not unto Laban's cattle. And it came to pass, whensoever the stronger cattle did conceive, that Jacob laid the rods before the eyes of the cattle in the gutters, that they might conceive among the rods. But when the cattle were feeble, he put them not in. So the feebler were Laban's, and the stronger Jacob's. And the man increased exceedingly, and had much cattle, and maidservants, and menservants, and camels, and asses. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 31. And he heard the words of Laban's son, saying, Yaakov has taken away all that was our father's, and of that which was our father's has he gotten all his glory. And Yaakov beheld the countenance of Laban, and behold, it was not towards him as before. And Yahuwah said unto El Yaakov, Return unto the land of your fathers, and to your kindred, and I will be with you. And Yaakov sent and called Rachel and Leah to the fields unto his flock, and said unto them, 
I see your father's countenance, that it is not towards me as before, but the Elohim of my father has been with me. And ye know that with all my power I have served your father. And your father has deceived me and changed my wages ten times, but Elohim suffered him not to hurt me. If he said thus, the speckled shall be your wages, then all the cattle bore speckled. And if he said thus, the ring straked shall be your hire, then bore all the cattle ring straked. Thus Elohim has taken away the cattle of your father and given them to me. And it came to pass at the time that the cattle conceived that I lifted up my eyes and I saw in a dream and behold, the rams which leaped upon the cattle were ring straked, speckled and grizzled. And the angel of Elohim spoke unto me in a dream saying, Yaakov. And I said, Here I am. And he said, Lift up now your eyes and see all the rams which leapt upon the cattle are ring straked, speckled and grizzled. For I have seen all that Levan does unto you. I am the Elohim of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar, and where you vowed a vow unto me. Now arise, get you out of this land, and return unto the land of your kindred. And Rachel and Leah answered and said unto him, Is there yet any portion or inheritance for us in our father's house? Are we not counted of him strangers? For he has sold us, and has quite devoured also our money. For all the riches which Elohim has taken from our father, that is ours and our children's. Now then, whatsoever Elohim has said unto you, do. Then Jacob rose up and set his sons and his women upon camels and carried away all his cattle and all his goods which he had gotten, the cattle of his getting, which he had gotten in Padan Aram, for to go to El Yitzchak his father in the land of Canaan. And Laban went to shear his sheep, and Rachel had stolen the teraphim that were her father's. And Jacob stole away unawares to Laban the Aramite, in that he told him not that he fled. So he fled with all that he had, and he rose up and passed over the river and set his face toward the Mount Gilead. And it was told Laban on the third day that Jacob was fled, and he took his brethren with him and pursued after him seven days' journey, and they overtook him in the Mount Gilead. And Elohim came to Laban the Aramite in a dream by night and said unto him, Take heed that you speak not to Yaakov, either good or bad. Then Laban overtook Yaakov. Now Yaakov had pitched his tent in the mount, and Laban with his brethren pitched in the mount Gilead. And Laban said to Yaakov, What have you done, that you have stolen away unawares to me, and carried away my daughters as captives, taken with the sword? Wherefore did you flee away secretly, and steal away from me, and did not tell me that I might have sent you away with mirth, and with songs, and with tabret, and with harp? And have not suffered me to kiss my sons and daughters? You have now done foolishly in so doing. It is in the power of my hand to do you hurt. But the Elohim of your father spoke unto me yesternight, saying, Take heed that you speak not to Yaakov, either good or bad. And now, though you would needs be gone, because you so longed after your father's house, yet wherefore have you stolen my Elohim? And Yaakov answered and said to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I said, Perchance you would take by force your daughters from me. With whomsoever you find your Elohim, let him not live. 
before our brethren discern what is yours with me, and take it to you. For Yaakov knew not that Rachel had stolen them. And Laban went into Yaakov's tent, and into Leah's tent, and into the two maidservants' tents, but he found them not. Then he went out of Leah's tent, and entered into Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the teraphim, and put them in the camel's furniture, and sat upon them. And Laban searched all the tent, but found them not. And she said to her father, Let it not displease my lord that I cannot rise up before you, for the custom of women is upon me. And he searched, but found not the teraphim. And Yaakov was wroth, and chode with Laban. And Yaakov answered and said to Laban, What is my transgression? What is my sin, that you have so hotly pursued after me? Whereas you have searched all my stuff, what have you found of all your household stuff? Set it here before my brethren and your brethren, that they may judge betwixt us both. This twenty years have I been with you. Your ewes and your she-goats have not cast their young, and the rams of your flock have I not eaten. That which was torn of beasts I brought not unto you. I bore the loss of it. Of my hand did you require it, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. Thus I was in the day the drought consumed me, and the frost by night, and my sleep departed from my eyes. Thus have I been twenty years in your house. I served you fourteen years for your two daughters, and six years for your cattle. And you have changed my wages ten times. Except the Elohai of my father, the Elohai of Avraham, and the fear of Yitzhak had been with me, surely you had sent me away now empty. Elohim has seen my affliction, and the labor of my hands, and rebuked you yesternight. And Laban answered and said unto El Yaakov, These daughters are my daughters, and these children are my children, and these cattle are my cattle, and all that you see is mine. And what can I do this day unto these my daughters, or unto their children which they have born? Now therefore come, let us cut a covenant, I and you, and let it be for a witness between me and you. And Yaakov took a stone, and set it up for a pillar. And Yaakov said unto his brethren, Gather stones. And they took stones, and made a heap, and they did eat there upon the heap. And Laban called it Yegar Sahaduta, but Yaakov called it Galid. And Laban said, This heap is a witness between me and you this day. Therefore was the name of it called Galed, and Mitzpah, for he said, Yahuwah watch between me and you, when we are absent from one another, if you shall afflict my daughters, or if you shall take other women beside my daughters, no man is with us. See, Elohim is witness betwixt me and you. And Laban said to Jacob, Behold this heap, and behold this pillar, which I have cast betwixt me and you. This heap be witness, and this pillar be witness, that I will not pass over this heap to you, and that you shall not pass over this heap and this pillar unto me for harm. The Elohai of Avraham and the Elohai of Nahor, the Elohai of their father, judge betwixt us. And Jacob swore by the fear of his father Yitzchak. Then Jacob offered sacrifice upon the mount, and called his brethren to eat bread. And they did eat bread, and tarried all night in the mount. And early in the morning Laban rose up, 
and kissed his sons and his daughters and blessed them. And Laban departed and returned unto his place. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 32. And Yaakov went on his way, and the angels of Elohim met him. And when Yaakov saw them, he said, This is Elohim's host. And he called the name of that place Machanaim. And Yaakov sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, Thus shall ye speak unto my lord Esau. Your servant Yaakov says thus, I have sojourned with Lavan and stayed there until now. And I have oxen and asses, flocks and men servants, and women servants. And I have sent to tell my lord that I may find grace in your sight. And the messengers returned to El Yaakov, saying, We came to your brother Esau, and also he comes to meet you, and four hundred men with him. Then Yaakov was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people that was with him, and the flocks, and the herds, and the camels into two bands, and said, If Esau come to the one company, and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. And Yaakov said, O Elohai of my father Avraham, and Elohai of my father Yitzhak, Yahuwah which said unto me, Return unto your country and to your kindred, and I will deal well with you. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which you have showed unto your servant. For with my staff I passed over this Yardan, and now I am become two bands. Deliver me, I pray you, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me, and the mother with the children. And you said, I will surely do you good, and make your seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. And he lodged there that same night, and took of that which came to his hand a present for Esau his brother, two hundred she-goats, and twenty he-goats, two hundred ewes, and twenty rams, thirty milch camels with their colts, forty kine, and ten bulls, twenty she-asses, and ten foals. And he delivered them into the hands of his servants, every drove by themselves, and said unto his servants, Pass over before me, and put a space betwixt drove and drove. And he commanded the foremost, saying, When Esau my brother meets you, and asks you, saying, Whose are you, and where go you, and whose are these before you? Then you shall say, They be your servant Yaakov's. It is a present sent unto my lord Esau, and behold, also, he is behind us. And so commanded he the second, and the third, and all that followed the drove, saying, On this manner shall you speak unto Esau when ye find him, and say ye moreover, Behold, your servant Yaakov is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present that goes before me, and afterward I will see his face. Perchance he will accept of me. So went the present over before him, and himself lodged that night in the company. And he rose up that night, and took his two women, and his two women servants, and his eleven sons, and passed over the ford Yabok. And he took them, and sent them over the brook, and sent over that he had. And Yaakov was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Yaakov's thigh was out of joint, as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaks. And he said, I will not let you go, except you bless me. And he said unto him, What is your name? 
And he said, Yaakov. And he said, Your name shall be called no more Yaakov, but Yasharel. For as a prince have you power with Elohim and with men, and have prevailed. And Yaakov asked him and said, Tell me, I pray you, your name. And he said, Wherefore is it that you do ask after my name? And he blessed them there. And Yaakov called the name of the place Penuel. For I have seen Elohim face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Penuel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. Therefore the children of Yashrael eat not the sinew which shrank, which is upon the hollow of the thigh unto this day, because he touched the hollow of Yaakov's thigh in the sinew that shrank. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 33. And Yaakov lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau came, and with him four hundred men. And he divided the children unto Leah, and unto Rachel, and unto the two handmaids. And he put the handmaids and their children foremost, and Leah and her children after, and Rachel and Yosef hindermost. And he passed over before them, and bowed himself to the ground seven times, until he came near to his brother. And Esau ran to meet him, and embraced him, and fell on his neck, and kissed him, and they wept. And he lifted up his eyes, and saw the women and the children, and said, Who are those with you? And he said, The children which Elohim has graciously given your servant. Then the handmaidens came near, they and their children, and they bowed themselves. And Leah also with her children came near, and bowed themselves. And after came Yosef near, and Rachel, and they bowed themselves. And he said, What do you mean by all this drove which I met? And he said, These are to find grace in the sight of my master. And Esau said, I have enough. My brother, keep what you have unto yourself. And Yaakov said, Nay, I pray you, if now I have found grace in your sight, then receive my present at my hand. For therefore I have seen your face as though I had seen the face of Elohim, and you were pleased with me. Take, I pray you, my blessing that is brought to you, because Elohim has dealt graciously with me, and because I have enough. And he urged him, and he took it, and said, Let us take our journey, and let us go, and I will go before you. And he said unto him, My Lord knows that the children are tender, and the flocks and herds with the young are with me. And if men should overdrive them one day, all the flock will die. Let my Lord, I pray you, pass over before his servant and I will lead on softly, according as the cattle that goes before me, and the children be able to endure, until I come unto my lord, unto Seir. And Esau said, Let me now leave you with some of the folk that are with me. And he said, What needs it? Let me find grace in the sight of my master. So Esau returned that day on his way unto Seir. And Jacob journeyed to Sukkot, and built him a house, and made Sukkot for his cattle. Therefore the name of the place is called Sukkot. And Yaakov came to Shalem, a city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan, when he came from Padan Aram, and pitched his tent before the city. And he bought a parcel of a field, where he had spread his tent at the hand of the children of Hamor, Shechem's father, for a hundred pieces of money. And he erected there an altar, and called it El Elohai Yashrael. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 34. And Dina, the daughter of Leah, which she bore unto Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. And when Shechem, the son of Hamor, the Chivite, 
prince of the country saw her, he took her and lay with her and defiled her. And his soul clave unto Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the damsel and spoke kindly unto the damsel. And Shechem spoke unto his father, Hamor, saying, Get me this damsel to be my woman. And Jacob heard that he had defiled Dinah, his daughter. Now his sons were with his cattle in the field, and Jacob held his peace until they were come. And Hamor, the father of Shechem, went out unto El Jacob to commune with him. And the sons of Jacob came out of the field when they heard it, and the men were grieved, and they were very wroth, because he had wrought folly in Yashrael in lying with Jacob's daughter, which thing ought not to be done. And Hamor communed with them, saying, The soul of my son Shechem longs for your daughter. I pray you, give her him to be his woman, and make ye marriages with us, and give your daughters unto us, and take our daughters unto you. And ye shall dwell with us, and the land shall be before you. Dwell and trade ye therein, and get you possessions therein. And Shechem said unto her father, and unto her brethren, Let me find grace in your eyes, and what ye shall say unto me I will give. Ask me never so much dowry and gift, and I will give according as ye shall say unto me. But give me the damsel to be my woman. The sons of Jacob answered Shechem, and Hamor his father deceitfully, and said, Because he had defiled Dinah their sister. And they said unto them, We cannot do this thing, to give our sister to one that is uncircumcised, for that were a reproach unto us. But in this we will consent unto you, if ye will be as we be, that every male of you be circumcised. Then will we give our daughters unto you, and we will take your daughters unto us, and we will dwell with you and we will become one people. But if ye will not hearken unto us to be circumcised, then we will take our daughter, and we will be gone. And their words pleased Hamor and Shechem, Hamor's son. And the young man deferred not to do the thing, because he had delight in Jacob's daughter, and he was more honorable than all his father's house. And Hamor and Shechem his son came unto the gate of their city, and communed with the men of their city, saying, these men are peaceable with us, therefore let them dwell in the land, and trade therein. For the land, behold, it is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters to us for women, and let us give them our daughters. Only herein will the men consent unto us, for to dwell with us, to be one people, if every male among us be circumcised as they are circumcised. Shall not their cattle and their substance and every beast of theirs be ours? Only let us consent unto them, and they will dwell with us. And unto Hamor and unto Shechem his son hearkened all that went out of the gate of his city. And every male was circumcised, all that went out of the gate of his city. And it came to pass on the third day when they were sore, that the two sons of Jacob, Shimon and Levi, Dina's brethren, took each man his sword, and came upon the city boldly, and slew all the males. And they slew Hamor, and Shechem his son with the edge of the sword, and took Dinah out of Shechem's house, and went out. The sons of Jacob came upon the slain, and spoiled the city, because they had defiled their sister. They took their sheep, and their oxen, and their asses, and that which was in the city, and that which was in the field and all their wealth, and all their little ones, 
and their woman they took captive and spoiled even all that was in the house. And Jacob said to Shimon and Levi, Ye have troubled me to make me to stink among the inhabitants of the land, among the Kenanim and the Perazim, and I being few in number, they shall gather themselves together against me and slay me, and I shall be destroyed, I and my house. And they said, Should he deal with our sister as with a harlot? Bereshit, Genesis chapter 35. And Elohim said unto El Yaakob, Arise, go up to Bethel, and dwell there, and make there an altar unto Elohim, that appeared unto you when you fled from the face of Esau your brother. Then Yaakob said unto his household, and to all that were with him, Put away the strange Elohai that are among you, and be clean, and change your garments, and let us arise and go up to Bethel, and I will make there an altar unto Elohim, who answered me in the day of my distress, and was with me in the way which I went. And they gave unto El Yaakob all the strange Elohai which were in their hand, and all their earrings which were in their ears. And Yaakov hid them under the oak which was by Shechem. And they journeyed, and the terror of Elohim was upon the cities that were round about them, and they did not pursue after the sons of Yaakov. So Yaakov came to Luz, which is in the land of Canaan, that is, Beit El, he and all the people that were with him. And he built there an altar, and called the place Beit El, because there Elohim appeared unto him when he fled from the face of his brother. But Deborah, Ribka's nurse, died, and she was buried beneath Beit El under an oak, and the name of it was called Alon Bakut. And Elohim appeared unto El Yaakov again when he came out of Padan Aram and blessed him. And Elohim said unto him, Your name is Yaakov. Your name shall not be called any more Yaakov, but Yasharel shall be your name. And he called his name Yasharel. And Elohim said unto him, I am El Shaddai, be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of you, and kings shall come out of your loins. And the land which I gave Avraham and Yitzhak, to you I will give it, and to your seed after you will I give the land. And Elohim went up from him in the place where he talked with him. And Yaakob set up a pillar in the place where he talked with him, even a pillar of stone. And he poured a drink offering thereon, and he poured oil thereon. And Yaakov called the name of the place where Elohim spoke with him, Beit El. And they journeyed from Beit El, and there was but a little way to come to Ephratah. And Rachel travailed, and she had hard labor. And it came to pass, when she was in hard labor, that the midwife said unto her, Fear not, you shall have this son also. And it came to pass, as her soul was in departing, for she died, that she called his name Ben-Onai. But his father called him Ben-Yamin. And Rachel died, and was buried in the way to Ephratah, which is Beit Lechem. And Yaakob set a pillar upon her grave, that is the pillar of Rachel's grave unto this day. And Yasharel journeyed, and spread his tent beyond Migdal Eder. And it came to pass, when Yasharel dwelt in that land, that Reuben went and lay with Bilhah his father's concubine, and Yasharel heard it. Now the sons of Yaakov were twelve, the sons of Leah, Reuben, Yaakov's firstborn, and Shimon, and Levi, and Yehudah, and Yisachar, and Zebulun, the sons of Rachel, Yosef, and Benjamin, and the sons of Bilhah, Rachel's handmaid, Dan, and Naphtali, 
and the sons of Zilpah, Leah's handmaid, Gad, and Asher. These are the sons of Yaakov, which were born to him in Padan Aram. And Yaakov came unto El Yitzchak his father, unto Mamre, unto Kiryat Arba, which is Hebron, where Abraham and Yitzchak sojourned. And the days of Yitzchak were a hundred and fourscore years. And Yitzchak gave up his Ruach and died, and was gathered unto his people, being old and full of days. And his sons Esau and Yaakov buried him. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 36. Now these are the generations of Esau, who is Edom. Esau took his woman of the daughters of Canaan, Ada, the daughter of Elon the Hittite, and Aholibama, the daughter of Anna, the daughter of Zibon, the Hittite, and Basima, Ishmael's daughter, sister of Nebaioth. And Ada bore to Esau Eliphaz, and Basmat bore Reul, and Aholibama bore Yeish, and Yaalam, and Korach. These are the sons of Esau, which were born unto him in the land of Canaan. And Esau took his women, and his sons, and his daughters, and all the persons of his house, and his cattle, and all his beasts, and all his substance, which he had got in the land of Canaan, and went into the country from the face of his brother Jacob. For their riches were more than they might dwell together, and the land wherein they were strangers could not bear them because of their cattle. Thus dwelt Esau in Mount Seir. Esau is Edom. And these are the generations of Esau, the father of the Edomim, in Mount Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz, the son of Ada, the woman of Esau, Reul, the son of Basimat, the woman of Esau. And the sons of Eliphaz were Timan, Omar, Zepho, Gatam, and Kenaz. And Timna was the concubine to Eliphaz, Esau's son, and she bore to Eliphaz Amalek. These are the sons of Ada, Esau's woman. And these are the sons of Reul, Nachat, and Zerach, Shama, and Miza. These are the sons of Basimat, Esau's woman. And these were the sons of Aholibama, the daughter of Anna, the daughter of Tsaibon, Esau's woman. And she bore to Esau Yeish, and Yaalam, and Korach. These were the dukes of the sons of Esau, the sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn son of Esau, Duke Timan, Duke Omar, Duke Zepho, and Duke Kenaz. Duke Korach, Duke Gatam, and Duke Amalek. These are the dukes that came of Eliphaz in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Ada. And these are the sons of Reul, Esau's son. Duke Nahat, Duke Zerach, Duke Shama, Duke Meza. These are the dukes that came of Reul in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Basima, Esau's woman. And these are the sons of Aholibama, Esau's woman. Duke Yeish, Duke Yaalam, Duke Korach. These are the dukes that came of Aholibama, the daughter of Anna, Esau's woman. These are the sons of Esau, who is Edom, and these are their dukes. These are the sons of Seir, the Horite, who inhabited the land, Lotan, and Shobal, and Saibon, and Anna, and Daishon, and Etzer, and Dishan. These are the dukes of the Horim, the children of Seir, and the land of Edom. And the children of Lotan were Horai, and Hemam, and Lotan's sister was Timna. And the children of Shobal were these, Alyan, and Manachat, and Ibal, and Shiphai, and Onam. And these are the children of Zibon, both Ayah and Anna. This was that Anna that found the mules in the wilderness as he fed the asses of Zibon, his father. And the children of Anna were these, Daishan, and Aholibama, the daughter of Anna. And these are the children of Daishan, Hemdan, and Eshban, and Yithron, and Cheran. 
The children of Etzer are these, Bilhan and Za'avan and Akan. The children of Daishan are these, Uts and Aran. These are the dukes that came of the Horim, Duke Lotan, Duke Shobal, Duke Tsaibon, and Duke Anna. Duke Daishan, Duke Etzer, Duke Dishan. These are the dukes that came of the Horite, among their dukes in the land of Seir. And these are the kings that reigned in the land of Edom, before there reigned any king over the children of Yashrael. And Bela, the son of Beor, reigned in Edom, and the name of his city was Dinhaba. And Bela died, and Yobab, the son of Zerach of Botzrah, reigned in his stead. And Yobab died, and Husham of the land of the Timani reigned in his stead. And Husham died, and Hadad, the son of Bidad, who smote Midian in the field of Moab, reigned in his stead. And the name of his city was Abit. And Hadad died, and Samla of Masreka reigned in his stead. And Samla died, and Shaul of Rehobot by the river reigned in his stead. And Shaul died, and Baal Hanan, the son of Akbor, reigned in his stead. And Baal Hanan, the son of Akbor, died, and Hadar reigned in his stead. And the name of his city was Pau. And his woman's name was Mehetabel, the daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mezahab. And these are the names of the dukes that came of Esau, according to their families, after their places, by their names, Duke Timna, Duke Alia, Duke Yechet, Duke Oholibama, Duke Ela, Duke Pinon, Duke Kenaz, Duke Timan, Duke Mitzbar, Duke Magdiel, Duke Iram. These be the dukes of Edom, according to their habitations, in the land of their possession. He is Esau, the father of the Edomim. Bereshit, Genesis, chapter 37. And Yaakov dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Yaakov. Yosef, being seventeen years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah, and the sons of Zilpah, his father's woman. And Yosef brought unto his father their evil report. Now, Yashrael loved Yosef more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him, and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Yosef dreamed a dream, and he told it to his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray you this dream which I have dreamt. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose, and stood upright, and behold, your sheaves stood round about, and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said unto him, Shall you indeed reign over us, or shall you indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream, and told it his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and your mother and your brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to you to the earth? And his brethren envied him. But his father observed the saying. And his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. And Yashrael said unto El Yosef, Do not your brethren feed the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send you unto them. And he said to him, Here am I. And he said to him, Go, I pray you, and see whether it be well with your brethren, and well with the flocks, and bring me word again. So he sent him out to the valley of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And a certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, saying, What do you seek? And he said, I seek my brethren, 
tell me, I pray you, where they feed their flocks. And the man said, They are departed hence, for I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. And Yosef went after his brethren, and found them in Dothan. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer comes. Come now therefore, and let us slay him, and cast him into some pit, and we will say, Some evil beast has devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. And Reuben heard it, and he delivered him out of their hands, and said, Let us not kill him. And Reuben said unto them, Shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him, that he might rid him out of their hands, to deliver him to his father again. And it came to pass, when Yosef was come unto his brethren, that they stripped Yosef out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him. And they took him, cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty. There was no water in it, and they sat down to eat bread. And they lifted up their eyes and looked, and behold, a company of Yishmaelim came from Gilead, with their camels bearing spicery and balm and myrrh, going to carry it down to Mitzrayim. And Yahuda said unto his brethren, What profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Yishmaelim, and let not our hands be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh. And his brethren were content. Then there passed by Midianim merchantmen, and they drew and lifted up Yosef out of the pit, and sold Yosef to the Yishmaelim for twenty pieces of silver. And they brought Yosef into Mitzrayim. And Reuben returned into the pit, and behold, Yosef was not in the pit, and he rent his clothes. And he returned to his brethren and said, The child is not, and I, whither shall I go? And they took Yosef's coat, and killed a kid of the goats, and dipped the coat in the blood. And they sent the coat of many colors, and they brought it to their father and said, This we have found, know whether it be your son's coat or no. And he knew it, and said, It is my son's coat. An evil beast has devoured him. Yosef is without doubt rent in pieces. And Yaakov rent his clothes, and put sackcloth upon his loins, and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, For I will go down unto Sheol, unto my son, mourning. Thus his father wept for him. And the Midianim sold him into Mitzrayim unto Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's and a captain of the guard. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 38. And it came to pass at that time that Yehuda went down from his brethren and turned into a certain Adulamai, whose name was Chira. And Yehuda saw there a daughter of a certain Canaanite, whose name was Shuach, and he took her and went in unto her. And she conceived and bore a son, and he called his name Ur. And she conceived again and bore a son, and called his name Onan. And she yet again conceived and bore a son, and called his name Shelach. And he was at Kaziv when she bore him. And Yehuda took a woman for Ur his firstborn, whose name was Tamar. And Ur, Yehuda's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of Yahuwah, and Yahuwah slew him. And Yehuda said unto Onan, Go into your brother's woman, and marry her, and raise up seed to your brother. And Onan knew that the seed should not be his, and it came to pass, when he went in unto his brother's woman, that he spilled it on the ground, lest that he should give seed to his brother. And the thing which he did displeased Yahuwah, wherefore he slew him also. Then said Yehudah to Tamar his daughter-in-law, Remain a widow at your father's house, 
till Shalak my son be grown. For he said, Lest perchance he die also, as his brethren did. And Tamar went and dwelt in her father's house. And in process of time, the daughter of Shuach, Yahudah's woman, died. And Yahudah was comforted and went up unto his sheep shearers to Timnatha and his friend Chira the Adulamite. And it was told Tamar, saying, Behold, your father-in-law goes up to Timnah to shear his sheep. And she put her widow's garments off from her, and covered her with a veil, and wrapped herself, and sat in an open place, which is by the way to Timnah. For she saw that Shelach was grown, and she was not given unto him to be his woman. When Yehudah saw her, he thought her to be a harlot, because she had covered her face. And he turned unto her by the way, and said, Go to, I pray you, let me come in unto you. For he knew not that she was his daughter-in-law. And she said, What will you give me, that you may come in unto me? And he said, I will send you a kid from the flock. And she said, Will you give me a pledge till you send it? And he said, What pledge shall I give you? And she said, Your signet, your bracelets, and your staff that is in your hand. And he gave it her, and came in unto her, and she conceived by him. And she arose and went away, and laid by her veil from her, and put on the garments of her widowhood. And Yahudah sent the kid by the hand of his friend the Adulamite to receive his pledge from the woman's hand, but he found her not. Then he asked the men of that place, saying, Where is the harlot that was openly by the wayside? And they said, There was no harlot in this place. And he returned to El Yahudah and said, I cannot find her. And also the men of that place said, that there was no harlot in this place. And Yehudah said, Let her take it to her, lest we be shamed. Behold, I sent this kid, and you have not found her. And it came to pass, about three months after, that it was told Yehudah, saying, Tamar, your daughter-in-law, has played the harlot, and also, behold, she is with child by whoredom. And Yehudah said, Bring her forth, and let her be burnt. When she was brought forth, she sent to her father-in-law, saying, By the man whose these are, am I with child? And she said, Discern, I pray you, whose are these, the signet, and bracelets, and staff? And Yahudah acknowledged them. And he said, She is more righteous than I, because that I gave her not to Shalak my son. And he knew her again no more. And it came to pass in the time of her travail that, behold, twins were in her womb. And it came to pass when she travailed, that the one put out his hand, and the midwife took and bound upon his hand a scarlet thread, saying, This came out first. And it came to pass, as he drew back his hand, that, behold, his brother came out. And she said, How have you broken forth? This breach be upon you. Therefore his name was called Peretz. And afterward came out his brother, that had the scarlet thread upon his hand, and his name was called Zerach. Bereshit, Genesis, chapter 39. And Yosef was brought down to Mitzrayim, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, a Mitzrayim, brought him of the hands of the Yishmaelim, which had brought him down thither. And Yahuwah was with Yosef, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Mitzrayim. And his master saw that Yahuwah was with him, and that Yahuwah made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Yosef found grace in his sight, and he served him, and he made him overseer of his house, and all that he had, he put into his hand. And it came to pass, from the time that he had made him overseer in his house, and over all that he had, that Yahuwah blessed the Mitzrayim's house for Yosef's sake, 
and the blessing of Yahuwah was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Yosef's hand, and he knew not aught he had, save the bread which he did eat. And Yosef was a goodly person and well favored. And it came to pass after these things that his master's woman cast her eyes upon El Yosef. And she said, Lie with me. But he refused and said unto his master's woman, Behold, my master knows not what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I, neither has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his woman. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against Elohim? And it came to pass, as she spoke to El Yosef day by day, that he hearkened not unto her, to lie by her, or to be with her. And it came to pass about this time that Yosef went into the house to do his business, and there was none of the men of the house there within. And she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. And it came to pass when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and was fled forth, that she called unto the men of her house and spoke unto them, saying, See, he has brought in an Ephri unto us to mock us. He came in unto me to lie with me. And I cried with a loud voice, and it came to pass, when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried, that he left his garment with me, and fled and got him out. And she laid up his garment by her, until his master came home. And she spoke unto him according to these words, saying, The Ivory servant which you have brought unto us came in unto me to mock me. And it came to pass, as I lifted up my voice and cried, that he left his garment with me and fled out. And it came to pass, when his master heard the words of his woman, which she spoke unto him, saying, After this did your servant to me, that his wrath was kindled. And Yosef's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in prison. But Yahweh was with Yosef and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Yosef's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand, because Yahweh was with him. And that which he did, Yahweh made it to prosper. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 40. And it came to pass after these things, that the butler of the king of Mitzrayim and his baker had offended their master, the king of Mitzrayim. And Pharaoh was wroth against his two officers, against the chief of the butlers, and against the chief of the bakers. And he put them in ward in the house of the captain of the guard, into the prison, the place where Yosef was bound. And the captain of the guard charged Yosef with them, and he served them, and they continued a season in ward. And they dreamed a dream, both of them, each man his dream in one night, each man according to the interpretations of his dream, the butler and the baker of the king of Mitzrayim, which were bound in the prison. And Yosef came in unto them in the morning, and looked upon them, and behold, they were sad. And he asked Pharaoh's officers that were with him in the ward of his master's house, saying, Wherefore look ye so sadly today? And they said unto him, We have dreamed a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. And Yosef said unto them, Do not interpretations belong to Elohim? Tell me them, I pray you. And the chief butler told his dream to Yosef, and said to him, in my dream, behold, a vine was before me, and in the vine were three branches, and it was as though it budded. And her blossoms shut forth, and the clusters thereof brought forth ripe grapes. 
and Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup, and I gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. And Yosef said unto him, This is the interpretation of it. The three branches are three days. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up your head and restore you unto your place, and you shall deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand after the former manner when you were his butler. But think on me when it shall be well with you, and show kindness, I pray you, unto me, and make mention of me unto Pharaoh, and bring me out of this house. For indeed I was stolen out of the land of the Evrim, and here also have I done nothing that they should put me into the dungeon. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said unto El Yosef, I was also in my dream, and behold, I had three white baskets on my head. And in the uppermost basket there was of all manner of baked meats for Pharaoh. And the birds did eat them out of the basket upon my head. And Yosef answered and said, This is the interpretation thereof. The three baskets are three days. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up your head from off you, and shall hang you on a tree, and the birds shall eat your flesh from off you. And it came to pass on the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, that he made a feast unto all his servants, and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. And he restored the chief butler unto his butlership again, and he gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker, as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forgot him. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 41. And it came to pass at the end of two full years, the Pharaoh dreamed, and behold, he stood by the river. And behold, there came up out of the river seven well-favored kine and fat-fleshed, and they fed in a meadow. And behold, seven other kine came up after them out of the river, ill-favored and lean-fleshed, and stood by the other kine upon the brink of the river. And the ill-favored and the lean-fleshed kine did eat up the seven well-favored and fat kine. So Pharaoh awoke, and he slept and dreamed the second time, and behold, Seven ears of grain came up upon one stalk, rank and good. And behold, seven thin ears and blasted with the east wind sprung up after them. And the seven thin ears devoured the seven rank and full ears. And Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And it came to pass in the morning that his ruach was troubled, and he sent and called for all the magicians of Mitzrayim and all the wise men thereof. And Pharaoh told them his dream. But there was none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh. Then spoke the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I do remember my faults this day. Pharaoh was wroth with his servants, and put me in ward in the captain of the guard's house, both me and the chief baker. And we dreamed a dream in one night, I and he. And we dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. And there was there with us a young man, an Ivri, servant to the captain of the guard, and we told him, and he interpreted to us our dreams. To each man according to his dream he did interpret. And it came to pass as he interpreted to us, so it was. Me he restored unto my office, and him he hanged. Then Pharaoh sent and called Yosef, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon, and he shaved himself, and changed his raiment, and came in unto Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto El Yosef, I have a dream, a dream, and there is none that can interpret it. And I have heard say of you, that you can understand a dream to interpret it. And Yosef answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me, 
Elohim shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. And Pharaoh said unto Eliosaph, In my dream, behold, I stood upon the bank of the river, and behold, there came up out of the river seven kine, fat-fleshed and well-favored, and they fed in a meadow, and behold, seven other kine came up after them, poor and ill-favored, and lean-fleshed, such as I never saw in all the land of Mitzrayim for badness. And the lean and deal-favored kind did eat up the first seven fat kind. And when they had eaten them up, it could not be known that they had eaten them, but they were still ill-favored, as at the beginning. So I awoke. And I saw in my dream, and behold, seven ears came up on one stalk, full and good. And behold, seven ears withered thin, and blasted with the east wind, and sprung up after them. And the thin ears devoured the seven good ears, and I told this unto the magicians, but there was none that could declare it to me. And Yosef said unto Pharaoh, The dream of Pharaoh is one. Elohim has showed Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good kind are seven years, and the seven good ears are seven years. The dream is one. And the seven thin and ill-favored kind that came up after them are seven years, and the seven empty years blasted with the east wind shall be seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have spoken unto Pharaoh. What Elohim is about to do, he shows unto Pharaoh. Behold, there come seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Mitzrayim, and there shall arise after them seven years of famine, and all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Mitzrayim, and the famine shall consume the land. And the plenty shall not be known in the land by reason of that famine following, for it shall be very grievous. And for that the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It is because the thing is established by Elohim, and Elohim will shortly bring it to pass. Now therefore let Pharaoh look out a man discreet and wise, and set him over the land of Mitzrayim. Let Pharaoh do this, and let him appoint officers over the land, and take up the fifth part of the land of Mitzrayim in the seven plenteous years. And let them gather all the food of those good years that come, and lay up grain under the hand of Pharaoh, and let them guard food in the cities. And that food shall be forestored to the land against the seven years of famine, which shall be in the land of Mitzrayim, that the land perish not through the famine. And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh, and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such as one as this? A man in whom the Ruach Elohim is? And Pharaoh said unto El-Yosef, For as much as Elohim has showed you all this, there is none so discreet and wise as you are. You shall be over my house, and according to your word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said unto El-Yosef, See, I have set you over all the land of Mitzrayim. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand, and put it upon Yosef's hand, and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen, and put a gold chain about his neck. And he made him to ride in the second chariot which he had. And they cried before him, Bow the knee! And he made him ruler over all the land of Mitzrayim. And Pharaoh said to El-Yosef, I am Pharaoh, and without you shall no man lift up his hand or his foot in all the land of Mitzrayim. And Pharaoh called Yosef's name Tzofnat Paneach. And he gave him to be his woman Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On. And Yosef went out over all the land of Mitzrayim. 
And Yosef was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Mitzrayim. And Yosef went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went throughout all the land of Mitzrayim. And in the seven plenteous years, the earth brought forth by handfuls. And he gathered up all the food of the seven years, which were in the land of Mitzrayim, and laid up the food in the cities. The food of the field, which was round about every city, he laid up in the same. And Yosef gathered grain as the sand of the sea very much until he left numbering, for it was without number. And unto Yosef were born two sons before the years of famine, which Asenath, the daughter of Potiphar, priest of On, bore unto him. And Yosef called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. For Elohim, said he, has made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. And the name of the second called he Ephraim. For Elohim has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. And the seven years of plenteousness that was in the land of Mitzrayim were ended. And the seven years of famine began to come, according as Yosef had said. And the famine was in all the lands. But in all the land of Mitzrayim, there was bread. And when all the land of Mitzrayim was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. And Pharaoh said unto all the Mitzrayim, Go unto Yosef. What he says to you, do. And the famine was over all the face of the earth. And Yosef opened all the storehouses and sold unto the Mitzrayim. And the famine waxed sore in the land of Mitzrayim. And all the countries came into Mitzrayim to El Yosef for to buy grain, because that the famine was so sore in all the lands. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 42. Now, when Yaakov saw that there was grain in Mitzrayim, Yaakov said unto his sons, Why do ye look one upon another? And he said, Behold, I have heard that there is grain in Mitzrayim. Get you down thither, and buy for us from thence, that we may live and not die. And Yosef's ten brethren went down to buy grain in Mitzrayim. But Benjamin, Yosef's brother, Yaakov, sent not with his brethren, for he said, Lest perchance mischief befall him. And the sons of Yashrael came to buy grain among those that came, for the famine was in the land of Canaan. And Yosef was the governor over the land, and he it was that sold to all the people of the land. And Yosef's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. And Yosef saw his brethren, and he knew them, but he made himself strange unto them, and spoke roughly unto them. And he said unto them, Whence come ye? And they said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. And Yosef knew his brethren, but they knew not him. And Yosef remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them, and said unto them, Ye are spies, to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. And they said unto him, Nay, my lord, but to buy food are your servants come. We are all one man's sons. We are true men, your servants are no spies. And he said unto them, Nay, but to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. And they said, your servants are twelve brethren, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is this day with our father, and one is not. And Yosef said unto them, That is that I spoke unto you, saying, Ye are spies. Hereby ye shall be proved. By the life of Pharaoh ye shall not go forth hence, except your youngest brother come hither. Send one of you, and let him fetch your brother and ye shall be kept in prison, that your words may be proved, whether there be any truth in you, or else by the life of Pharaoh surely ye are spies. And he put them all together into ward three days. 
And Yosef said unto them the third day, This do and live, for I fear Elohim. If ye be true men, let one of your brethren be bound in the house of your prison. Go ye, carry grain for the famine of your houses. But bring your youngest brother unto me, so shall your words be verified, and ye shall not die. And they did so. And they said one to another, We are truly guilty concerning our brother, in that we saw the anguish of his soul when he besought us, and we would not hear. Therefore is this distress come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Spoke I not unto you, saying, Do not sin against the child, and ye would not hear? Therefore, behold, also his blood is required. And they knew not that Yosef understood them, for he spoke unto them by an interpreter. And he turned himself about from them and wept, and returned to them again and communed with them, and took from them Shimon and bound him before their eyes. Then Yosef commanded to fill their sacks with grain, and to restore every man's money into a sack, and to give them provision for the way, and thus he did unto them. And he laded their asses with grain, and he parted thence. And as one of them opened his sack to give his ass provender in the inn, he espied his money, for behold, it was in the sack's mouth. And he said unto his brethren, My money is restored, and lo, it is even in my sack. And their heart failed them. And they were afraid, saying one to another, What is this that Elohim has done unto us? And they came unto El Yaakob their father, unto the land of Canaan, and told him all that befell unto them, saying, The man who is the lord of the land spoke roughly to us, and took us for spies of the country. And we said unto him, We are true men, we are no spies. We be twelve brethren, sons of our father. One is not, and the youngest is this day with our father in the land of Canaan. And the man the lord of the country said unto us, Hereby shall I know that ye are true men. Leave one of your brethren here with me, and take food for the famine of your households, and be gone, and bring your youngest brother unto me. Then shall I know that ye are no spies, but that ye are true men. So will I deliver you and your brother, and ye shall traffic in the land. And it came to pass, as they emptied their sacks, that behold, every man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when both they and their father saw the bundles of money, they were afraid. And Yaakov their father said unto them, Me have you bereaved of my children. Yosef is not, and Shimon is not, and ye will take Benjamin away. All these things are against me. And Reuben spoke unto his father, saying, Slay my two sons, if I bring him not to you. Deliver him into my hand, and I will bring him to you again. And he said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he is left alone, if mischief befall him by the way in which ye go. Then ye shall bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to Sheol. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 43. And the famine was sore in the land. And it came to pass, when they had eaten up the grain which they had brought out of Mitzrayim, their father said unto them, Go again, buy us a little food. And Yehudah spoke unto him, saying, The man did solemnly protest unto us, saying, Ye shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. If you will send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. For the man said unto us, Ye shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. And Yashrael said, Wherefore dealt ye so ill with me, 
as to tell the man whether ye had yet a brother? And they said, The man asked us straightly of our state and of our kindred, saying, Is your father yet alive? Have ye another brother? We told him according to the tenor of these words. Could we certainly know that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Yahudah said unto El Yashael his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and you, and also our little ones. I will be surety for him. Of my hand shall you require him. If I bring him not unto you, and set him before you, then let me bear the blame forever. For except we had lingered, surely now we had returned this second time. And their father Yashrael said unto them, If it must be so now, do this, take of the best fruits of the land in your vessels, and carry down the man a present, a little balm and a little honey, spices and myrrh, nuts and almonds, and take double money in your hand, and the money that was brought again in the mouth of your sacks, carry it again in your hand, perchance it was an oversight. Take also your brother, and arise, go again unto the man, and El Shaddai give you mercy before the man that he may send away your brother and Benjamin. If I be bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. And the men took that present, and they took double money in their hand, and Benjamin, and rose up and went down to Mitzrayim, and stood before Yosef. And when Yosef saw Benjamin with them, he said to the ruler of his house, Bring these men home, and slay, and make ready, for these men shall dine with me at noon. And the man did as Yosef bade, and the man brought the men into Yosef's house. And the men were afraid, because they were brought into Yosef's house. And they said, Because of the money that was returned in our sacks at the first time are we brought in, that he may seek occasion against us, and fall upon us, and take us for bondmen and our asses. And they came near to the steward of Yosef's house, and they communed with him at the door of the house, and said, O oh, sir, we came indeed down at the first time to buy food, and it came to pass when we came to the inn that we opened our sacks, and behold, every man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight, and we have brought it again in our hand, and other money have we brought down in our hands to buy food. We cannot tell who put our money in our sacks. And he said, Peace be to you. Fear not, your Elohim and the Elohim of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money. And he brought Shimon out unto them. And the man brought the men into Yosef's house, and gave them water, and they washed their feet, and he gave their asses provender. And they made ready the present against Yosef, came at noon, for they heard that they should eat bread there. And when Yosef came home, they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house and bowed themselves to him to the earth. And he asked them of their welfare and said, Is your father well, the old man of whom ye spoke? Is he yet alive? And they answered, Your servant's father is in good health. He is yet alive. And they bowed down their heads and made obeisance. And he lifted up his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your younger brother of whom ye spoke unto me? And he said, Elohim, be gracious unto you my son. And Yosef made haste, for his heart did yearn upon his brother, and he sought where to weep, and he entered into his chamber, and wept there. And he washed his face, and went out, and refrained himself, and said, Set on bread. And they set on for him by himself, and for them by themselves, 
and for the Mitzrim which did eat with him by themselves, because the Mitzrim might not eat bread with Ibrim, for that is an abomination unto the Mitzrim. And they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth. And the men marveled one at another. And he took and sent messes unto them from before him. But Binyamin's mess was five times so much as any of theirs. And they drank and were merry with him. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 44. And he commanded the steward of his house, saying, Fill these men's sacks with food as much as they can carry, and put every man's money in his sack's mouth, and put my cup, the silver cup, in the sack's mouth of the youngest, and his grain money. And he did according to the word that Yosef had spoken. As soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away, and their asses. And when they were gone out of the city, and not yet afar off, Yosef said unto his steward, Up, follow after the men, and when you do overtake them, say unto them, Wherefore have you rewarded evil for good? Is not this which my Lord drinks, and whereby indeed he divines? Ye have done evil in so doing. And he overtook them, and he spoke unto them these same words. And they said unto him, Wherefore says my Lord these words? Far be it from your servants should do according to this thing. Behold, the money which we found in our sack's mouth, we brought again unto you out of the land of Canaan. How then should we steal out of your Lord's house silver or gold? With whomsoever your servant it be found, let him die, and we also will be my lord's bondmen. And he said, Now also let it be according to your words. He with whom it is found shall be my servant, and ye shall be blameless. Then they speedily took down every man his sack to the ground, and opened every man his sack. And he searched, and began at the eldest, and left the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they rent their clothes, and laid every man his ass, and returned to the city. And Yehudah and his brethren came to Yosef's house, for he was yet there, and they fell before him on the ground. And Yosef said unto them, What deed is this that ye have done? Know ye not that such a man as I can certainly divine? And Yehudah said, What shall we say unto my lord? What shall we speak? Or how shall we clear ourselves? Elohim has found out the iniquity of your servants. Behold, we are my Lord's servants, both we and he also with whom the cup is found. And he said, Far be it that I should do so. But the man in whose hand the cup is found, he shall be my servant. And as for you, get you up in peace unto your father. Then Yehudah came near unto him and said, O my Lord, let your servant, I pray you, speak a word in my Lord's ears, and let not your anger burn against your servant. For you are even as Pharaoh, my Lord, asked his servant, saying, Have ye a father or a brother? And we said unto my Lord, We have a father, an old man, and a child of his old age, a little one, and his brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother, and his father loves him. And you said unto your servants, Bring him down unto me, that I may set my eyes upon him. And we said unto my Lord, The lad cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. And you said unto your servants, Except your youngest brother come down with you, ye shall see my face no more. And it came to pass, when we came up unto your servant my father, we told him the words of my lord. 
And our father said, go again and buy us a little food. And we said, we cannot go down. If our youngest brother be with us, then will we go down. For we may not see the man's face, except our youngest brother be with us. And your servant my father said unto us, Ye know that my woman bore me two sons, and the one went out from me. And I said, Surely he is torn in pieces, and I saw him not since. And if ye take this also from me, and mischief befall him, ye shall bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to Sheol. Now therefore, when I come to your servant my father, and the lad be not with us, seeing that his life is bound up in the lad's life. It shall come to pass, when he sees that the lad is not with us, that he will die. And your servant shall bring down the gray hairs of your servant our father with sorrow to Sheol. For your servant became surety for the lad unto my father, saying, If I bring him not unto you, then I shall bear the blame to my father forever. Now therefore I pray you, let your servant abide, instead of the lad, a bondman to my lord, and let the lad go up with his brethren. For how shall I go up to my father, and the lad be not with me, lest perchance I see the evil that shall come on my father? Bereshit, Genesis chapter 45 then Yosef could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him. And he cried, Cause every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him, while Yosef made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud, and the Mitzrayim in the house of Pharaoh heard. And Yosef said unto his brethren, I am Yosef. Does my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. And Yosef said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near. And he said, I am Yosef your brother, whom ye sold into Mitzrayim. Now therefore be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves, that ye sold me hither. For Elohim did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years has the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in which there shall neither be earring or harvest. And Elohim sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth, and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but Elohim. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh, and lord of all his house, a ruler throughout all the land of Mitzrayim. Haste ye, and go up to my father, and say unto him, Thus says your son, Joseph. Elohim has made me lord of all Mitzrayim. Come down unto me, tarry not, and you shall dwell in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near unto me, you and your children, and your children's children, and your flocks, and your herds, and all that you have. And there will I nourish you, for yet there are five years of famine, lest you and your household, and all that you have, come to poverty." And behold, your eyes see, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin, that it is my mouth that speaks unto you. And ye shall tell my father all my glory in Mitzrayim, and all that ye have seen, and ye shall haste and bring down my father hither. And he fell upon his brother Benjamin's neck, and wept. And Benjamin wept upon his neck. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren, and wept upon them. And after that, his brethren talked with him. And the fame thereof was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, 
Yosef's brethren are come. And it pleased Pharaoh well and his servants. And Pharaoh said unto El Yosef, Say unto your brethren, This do ye, laid your beasts, and go, get you unto the land of Canaan, and take your father and your households, and come unto me, and I will give you the good of the land of Mitzrayim, and ye shall eat the fat of the land. Now you are commanded, this do ye, take you wagons out of the land of Mitzrayim for your little ones, and for your women, and bring your father, and come. Also regard not your stuff, for the good of all the land of Mitzrayim is yours. And the children of Yashrael did so. And Yosef gave them wagons according to the commandment of Pharaoh, and gave them provision for the way. To all of them he gave each man changes of raiment, but to Benjamin he gave three hundred pieces of silver and five changes of raiment. And to his father he sent after this manner, ten asses laden with the good things of Mitzrayim, and ten she-asses laden with grain and bread and meat for his father by the way. So he sent his brethren away, and they departed. And he said unto them, See that ye fall not out by the way. And they went up out of Mitzrayim, and came into the land of Canaan unto El Yaakov their father, and told him, saying, Yosef is yet alive, and he is governor over all the land of Mitzrayim. And Yaakov's heart fainted, for he believed them not. And they told him all the words of Yosef which he had said unto them. And when he saw the wagons which Yosef had sent to carry him, the Ruach of Jacob their father revived. And Yashrael said, It is enough. Yosef my son is yet alive. I will go and see him before I die. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 46. And Yashrael took his journey with all that he had, and came to Beersheba, and offered sacrifices unto the Elohim of his father, Yitzchak. And Elohim spoke unto Yashrael in the visions of the night, and said, Yaakov, Yaakov. And he said, Here am I. And he said, I am El, the Elohai of your father. Fear not to go down into Mitzrayim, for I will there make of you a great nation. I will go down with you into Mitzrayim, and I will also surely bring you up again. And Yosef shall put his hand upon your eyes. And Yaakov rose up from Beersheba, and the sons of Yashrael carried Yaakov their father, and their little ones, and their women, in the wagons which Pharaoh had sent to carry him. And they took their cattle and their goods which they had gotten in the land of Canaan, and came in unto Mitzrayim, Yaakov and all his seed with him, his sons and his sons' sons with him, his daughters and his sons' daughters, and all his seed brought he with him into Mitzrayim. And these are the names of the children of Yashrael which came into Mitzrayim, Yaakov and his sons, Reuben, Yaakov's firstborn, and the sons of Reuben, Chanok and Palu and Chetron and Karmai, and the sons of Shimon, Yemuel and Yamin and Ochad and Yakin and Sochar, and Shaul, the son of the Canaanite woman, and the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, and the sons of Yehudah, Ur, and Onan, and Shelach, and Peretz, and Zerach. But Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan, and the sons of Peretz were Chetzron and Hamul. 
and the sons of Yisachar, Tola, and Pua, and Yob, and Shimron, and the sons of Zebulun, Sered, Elon, and Yachliel. These be the sons of Leah, which she bore unto Jacob in Padan Aram, with his daughter Dina. All the souls of his sons and his daughters were thirty and three. And the sons of Gad, Typhon, and Haggai, Shunai, and Etzbon, and Erai, and Arodai, and Arelai. And the sons of Asher, Yimna, Yishva, Yishbai, Beria, and Serach, their sister. And the sons of Beria, Heber, Malkiel. These are the sons of Zilpah, whom Laban gave to Leah his daughter. And these she bore unto Jacob, even sixteen souls. The sons of Rachel, Jacob's woman, Yosef, and Benjamin. And unto Yosef in the land of Mitzrayim were born Menashe and Ephraim, which Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore unto him. And the sons of Benjamin were Bela, and Beker, and Ashbel, and Gera, and Naaman, and Echai, and Rosh, and Mupim, and Chupim, and Ard. These are the sons of Rachel, which were born unto Jacob. All the souls were fourteen. And the sons of Dan, Chushim, and the sons of Naphtali, Yachzel, Gunai, Yetzer, and Shilem. These are the sons of Bilha, which Laban gave unto Rachel his daughter, and she bore these unto Jacob. All the souls were seven. All the souls that came with Jacob into Mitzrayim, which came out of his loins, besides Jacob's son's women, all the souls were threescore and six. And the sons of Yosef, which were born him in Mitzrayim, were two souls. All the souls of the house of Jacob, which came into Mitzrayim, were threescore and ten. And he sent Yehuda before him unto El Yosef to direct his face unto Goshen. And they came into the land of Goshen. And Yosef made ready his chariot and went up to meet Yashrael his father to Goshen and presented himself unto him. And he fell on his neck and wept on his neck a good while. And Yashrael said unto El Yosef, Now let me die, since I have seen your face, because you are yet alive. And Yosef said unto his brethren and unto his father's house, I will go up and show Pharaoh, and say unto him, My brethren and my father's house, which were in the land of Canaan, are come unto me, and the men are shepherds. For their trade has been to feed cattle, and they have brought their flocks and their herds, and all that they have. And it shall come to pass, when Pharaoh shall call you, and say, What is your occupation? That ye shall say, Your servant's trade has been about cattle from our youth, even until now, both we and also our fathers that ye may dwell in the land of Goshen, for every shepherd is an abomination unto the Mitzrayim. Bereshit, Genesis, chapter 47. Then Yosef came and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brethren and their flocks and their herds and all that they have are come out of the land of Canaan, and behold, they are in the land of Goshen. And he took some of his brethren, even five men, and presented them unto Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto his brethren, What is your occupation? And they said unto Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, both we and also our fathers. They said moreover unto Pharaoh, For to sojourn in the land are we come, for your servants have no pasture for their flocks, for the famine is sore in the land of Canaan. Now therefore we pray you, let your servants dwell in the land of Goshen. And Pharaoh spoke unto El Yosef, saying, 
your father and your brethren are come unto you. The land of Mitzrayim is before you. In the best of the land, make your father and your brethren to dwell. In the land of Goshen, let them dwell. And if you know any men of activity among them, then make them rulers over my cattle. And Yosef brought in Yaakov his father, and set him before Pharaoh. And Yaakov blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto El Yaakov, How old are you? And Yaakov said unto Pharaoh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are a hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have the days of the years of my life been, and have not attained unto the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. And Yaakov blessed Pharaoh, and went out from before Pharaoh. And Yosef placed his father and his brethren, and gave them a possession in the land of Mitzrayim, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramesses, as Pharaoh had commanded. And Yosef nourished his father and his brethren and all his father's household with bread according to their families. And there was no bread in all the land, for the famine was very sore, so that the land of Mitzrayim and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine. And Yosef gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Mitzrayim and in the land of Canaan for the grain which they bought. And Yosef brought the money into Pharaoh's house. And when the money failed in the land of Mitzrayim and in the land of Canaan, all the Mitzrayim came unto El Yosef and said, Give us bread, for why should we die in your presence? For the money fails. And Yosef said, Give your cattle, and I will give you for your cattle if money fail. And they brought their cattle unto El Yosef. And Yosef gave them bread in exchange for horses, and for the flocks, and for the cattle of the herds, and for the asses. And he fed them with bread for all their cattle for that year. When that year was ended, they came unto him the second year and said unto him, We will not hide it from my Lord, how that our money is spent. My Lord also has our herds of cattle. There is not aught left in the sight of my Lord, but our bodies and our lands. Wherefore shall we die before your eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and our land for bread, and we and our land will be servants unto Pharaoh. And give us seed, that we may live and not die, and the land be not desolate. And Yosef bought all the land of Mitzrayim for Pharaoh. For the Mitzrayim sold every man his field. Because the famine prevailed over them, so the land became Pharaoh's. And as for the people, he removed them to cities from the one end of the borders of Mitzrayim even to the other end thereof. Only the land of the priests bought he not, for the priests had a portion assigned them of Pharaoh, and did eat their portion which Pharaoh gave them, wherefore they sold not their lands. Then Yosef said unto the people, Behold, I have bought you this day in your land for Pharaoh. Lo, here is seed for you, and ye shall sow the land. And it shall come to pass in the increase that ye shall give the fifth part unto Pharaoh, and four parts shall be your own, for seed of the field, and for your food, and for them of your household, and for food of your little ones. And they said, You have saved our lives. Let us find grace in the sight of my Lord, and we will be Pharaoh's servants. And Yosef made it a law over the land of Mitzrayim unto this day, that Pharaoh should have the fifth part, except the land of the priests only, which became not Pharaoh's. And Yashorel dwelt in the land of Mitzrayim, and the country of Goshen, and they had possessions therein, and grew, and multiplied exceedingly. And Yaakov lived in the land of Mitzrayim seventeen years. So the whole age of Yaakov was a hundred, forty, and seven years. And the time drew nigh that Yashorel must die. And he called his son Yosef, 
and said unto him, If now I have found grace in your sight, put, I pray you, your hand under my thigh, and deal kindly and truly with me. Bury me not, I pray you, in Mitzrayim, but I will lie with my fathers, and you shall carry me out of Mitzrayim, and bury me in their burying place. And he said, I will do as you have said. And he said, Swear unto me. And he swore unto him. And Yashrael bowed himself upon the bed's head. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 48. And it came to pass after these things that one told Yosef, Behold, your father is sick. And he took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And one told Yaakov and said, Behold, your son Yosef comes unto you. And Yashrael strengthened himself and sat upon the bed. And Yaakov said unto El Yosef, El Shaddai appeared unto me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said unto me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you and will make you a multitude of people and will give you this land to your seed after you for an everlasting possession. And now your two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, which were born unto you in the land of Mitzrayim before I came unto you in Mitzrayim are mine. As Reuben and Shimon, they shall be mine, and your issue, which you beget after them, shall be yours, and shall be called after the name of their brethren in their inheritance. And as for me, when I came from Padan Aram, Rachel died by me in the land of Canaan in the way, when yet there was but a little way to come unto Ephratah, and I buried her there in the way of Ephratah. The same is Bethlehem. And Yashrael beheld Yosef's sons, and said, Who are these? And Yosef said unto his father, They are my sons, whom Elohim has given me in this place. And he said, Bring them, I pray you, unto me, and I will bless them. Now the eyes of Yashrael were dim for age, so that he could not see. And he brought them near unto him, and he kissed them, and embraced them. And Yashrael said unto El Yosef, I had thought not to see your face, and lo, Elohim has showed me also your seed. And Yosef brought them out from between his knees, and he bowed himself with his face to the earth. And Yosef took them both, Ephraim in his right hand toward Yashrael's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand toward Yashrael's right hand, and brought them near unto him. And Yashrael stretched out his right hand, and laid it upon Ephraim's head, who was the younger, and his left hand upon Manasseh's head, guiding his hands wittingly, for Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Yosef and said, Elohim, before whom my fathers Avraham and Yitzhak did walk, the Elohim which fed me all my life long unto this day, the angel which redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads, and let my name be named on them, and the name of my fathers Avraham and Yitzhak and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. And when Yosef saw that his father laid his right hand upon the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. And he held up his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head unto Manasseh's head. And Yosef said unto his father, Not so, my father, this is the firstborn. Put your right hand upon his head. And his father refused and said, I know it, my son, I know it. He also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. But surely his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his seed shall become a multitude of nations. And he blessed them that day, saying, And you shall Yasharel bless, saying, Elohim make you as Ephraim and as Manasseh. 
and he set Ephraim before Manasseh. And Yashrael said unto El Yosef, Behold, I die, but Elohim shall be with you, and bring you again unto the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given to you one portion above your brethren, which I took out of the hand of the MRI, with my sword and with my bow. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 49. And Jacob called unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. Gather yourselves together and hear, ye sons of Yaakov, and hearken unto El Yasharel, your father. Reuven, you are my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. Unstable as water, you shall not excel, because you went up to your father's bed, then defiled it. He went up to my couch. Shimon and Levi are brethren. Instruments of cruelty are in their habitations. O my soul, come not into their secret. Unto their assembly my honor, be not united. For in their anger they slew a man, and in their self-will they dug down a wall. Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce, and their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Yaakov, and scatter them in Yasharel. Yehuda, you are he whom your brethren shall praise. Your hand shall be in the neck of your enemies. Your father's children shall bow down before you. Yehuda is a lion's whelp from the prey. My son, you are gone up. He stooped down. He couched as a lion and as an old lion. Who shall rouse him up? The scepter shall not depart from Yehuda, nor a Torah giver from between his feet, until Shiloh come. And unto him shall the gathering of the people be, binding his foal into the vine and his ass's colt unto the choice vine. He washed his garments in wine and his clothes in the blood of grapes. His eyes shall be red with wine and his teeth white with milk. Zebulun shall dwell at the haven of the sea. He shall be for a haven of ships and his border shall be unto Sidon. Yissachar is a strong ass couching down between two burdens. And he saw that the rest was good and the land that it was pleasant and bowed his shoulder to bear and became a servant unto tribute. Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Yasharel. Dan shall be a serpent by the way, an adder in the path, that bites the horse heels, so that his rider shall fall backward. I have waited for your Yeshua, O Yahuwah. Gad, a troop, shall overcome him, but he shall overcome at the last. Out of Asher his bread shall be fat, and he shall yield royal dainties. Naphtali is a hind let loose, he gives goodly words. Joseph is a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well, whose branches run over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him, and shot at him, and hated him. But his bow abode in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty Elohim of Yaakov. Even by the Elohim of your father, who shall help you, and by El Shaddai, who shall bless you, with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lie under, blessings of the breast and of the womb, the blessings of your father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors. Unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills, they shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. Benjamin shall raven as a wolf. In the morning he shall devour the prey, and at night he shall divide the spoil. All these are the twelve tribes of Yashrael, and this is it that their father spoke unto them and blessed them. Everyone according to his blessing, he blessed them. And he charged them and said unto them, I am to be gathered unto my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite, in the cave that is in the field of Machpelah, which is before Mamre, 
in the land of Canaan, which Avraham bought with the field of Ephron the Hittite for a possession of a burying place. There they buried Avraham and Sarah his woman. There they buried Yitzhak and Rivka his woman. And there I buried Leah. The purchase of the field and of the cave that is therein was from the children of Heth. And when Yaakov had made an end of commanding his sons, he gathered up his feet into the bed and yielded up his ruach and was gathered unto his people. Bereshit, Genesis chapter 50. And Yosef fell upon his father's face and wept upon him and kissed him. And Yosef commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. And the physicians embalmed Yashorel. And forty days were fulfilled for him, for so are fulfilled the days of those which are embalmed. And the Mitzrayim mourned for him threescore and ten days. And when the days of his mourning were past, Yosef spoke unto the house of Pharaoh, saying, If now I have found grace in your eyes, speak, I pray you, in the ears of Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear, saying, Lo, I die. In my grave, which I have dug for me in the land of Canaan, there shall you bury me. Now therefore let me go up, I pray you, and bury my father, and I will come again. And Pharaoh said, Go up, bury your father, according as he made you swear. And Yosef went up to bury his father, and with him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his house, and all the elders of the land of Mitzrayim, and all the house of Yosef and his brethren, and his father's house, only their little ones, and their flocks, and their herds, they left in the land of Goshen. And there went up with him both chariots and horsemen, and it was a very great company. And they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond the Yardan. And there they mourned with a great and very sore lamentation. And he made a mourning for his father seven days. And when the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanim, saw the mourning in the floor of Atad, they said, This is a grievous mourning to the Mitzrayim. Wherefore? The name of it was called Abel Tetzraim, which is beyond the Yardan. And his sons did unto him according as he commanded them. For his sons carried him into the land of Canaan, and buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah, which Abraham bought with a field for a possession of a burying place of Ephron the Hittite before Mamre. And Yosef returned into Mitzrayim, he and his brethren, and all that went up with him to bury his father after he had buried his father. And when Yosef's brethren saw that their father was dead, they said, Yosef will perchance hate us, and will certainly requite us with all the evil which we did unto him. And they sent a messenger unto El Yosef, saying, Your father did command before he died, saying, So shall ye say unto Yosef, Forgive, I pray you now, the transgression of your brethren, and their sin, for they did unto you evil. And now we pray you, Forgive the transgression of the servants of the Elohai of your father. And Yosef wept when they spoke unto him. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we be your servants. And Yosef said unto them, Fear not, for am I in the place of Elohim? But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but Elohim meant it unto good, to bring to pass as it is this day, to save much people alive. Now therefore fear ye not, I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly unto them. And Yosef dwelt in Mitzrayim, he and his father's house. And Yosef lived a 110 years. And Yosef saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. The children also of Machir, the son of Manasseh, were brought up upon Yosef's knees. And Yosef said unto his brethren, I die. 
and Elohim will surely visit you and bring you out of this land unto the land which he swore to Abraham, to Yitzhak, and to Yaakov. And Yosef took an oath of the children of Yashrael, saying, Elohim will surely visit you, and ye shall carry up my bones from hence. So Yosef died, being a hundred and ten years old, and they embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Mitzrayim.